All right, welcome to 2017 and Tuesday show. This way. I'm Ultra David. Hey, I'm Sajam. How's it going? I am Tasty Steve. And I am not catching <laughs> this cold. Dude, I am not David. catching this cold. Wailing here. old man cough? Jesus, dude. There's going to be plenty of that. I'm definitely I'm sick and have Chen. been for five days. And how is everyone that's not Ultra David going right now? My dad sent me a text maybe like a month ago. He was like, make sure you get the uh, the flu shot. Because he, he's a doctor. He, he's it's important. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I'll do it. And then I forgot. And, uh, and then here I am with the flu. So... Squishing the names even. There's a flu way. shot. You should get it. Did you get it now? No, you got the <laughs> no, flu. I got, I got a flu. So it's I mean, too late. You're just gonna... No, there's like different varieties of flu that it inoculates against. So I'll get it once I am back to being healthy. But, okay. Um, All right. He's basically got the flu shot right now. When he gets, I have becomes flu. like for one flu. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah one exactly. Strain, yeah. <laughs> I got it. All right. Anyway, so this show is going to be about 2016 and the year in review. Yeah. Sorry, my titles are. Incorrect. Just gonna stay a little bit over here. Yeah, it's, I would do the same if I were you. Uh, we're gonna talk about our favorite lists of a whole bunch of things. Our favorite players and games and events and stories and all sorts of good stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah, we do this every year. So uh, we're continuing it this year, but for the first time, instead of having just me and David here, we have all four of us to be able to give our opinions on all of the things that happened in 2016. Yep. So this is just looking back at uh, what a cool year and what a not cool year it's been in 2016 for the fighting game community. Yeah, but you guys, just before we went live, we were telling me a story. <laughs> no, dude, keep your hand away right. me. There you go. How's this? This is better. No, keep I'm it over there. so I, glad that this is the seating arrangement. Yeah, I might have, might have slept in the same sweatshirt the last three days. So. Oh, come on, man. Not really. Not really. I don't believe it for a second. You don't throw that kind of thing out on the table without some truth <laughs> being said. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that game. You know, remember when David was like, oh, yeah, no one really washes their hands after they go to the I bathroom. Right? right? This is why. I'll have you know that I've been doing that religiously over the past five days. Just so the past five days. Look where it's gotten you. Look where it's gotten you, David. You're that dying right now help. because of the festering of germs. That's what's happening. Germs. So anyway, what did you guys do for 2016 for the new year? For the 2017 new year, I should say. Even I, I was doing nothing, playing World of Warcraft and coughing a lot. So what were you guys doing? Steve and I hosted an event in New Year's. I yeah, feel like we're in an RPG here. right now. Yeah. It's like the... The three of us are fighting We're like fighting David. Right <laughs> this is our battle sense. <laughs> 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 I'm not losing any HPs over here. <laughs> yeah, I think he's already He's already off. afflicted yeah. with death. He's just gonna die. <laughs> yeah. I already have doom. <laughs> When's it gonna pop? Okay. So we hosted an event in Times Square. We were like a hundred yards from where the ball was. Right. Uh, and we did a little event for HyperX where we basically just talked about, you know, stuff. With Video three, games. With three streamers, Lyric, a Seagull, and Nothing. Mm -hmm. And cool. it was super cool. We just hung out. Those guys were all cool to hang out with. It was free alcohol. Tons of free food. So, Bar. So, so did you Everybody there had like 10 times more money than us because the tickets, general admission tickets were $1,500. What? Uh, and the, the best view of the night where we, we took pictures from there and stuff uh -huh. was $5,000 yeah. a seat. I got baited so hard. What? I like hung out. Like I met some girl dancing. And she's like, yeah, come hang out. I'm like, cool. I'm like, where are you guys sitting? And they're like, over there. I'm like, 
Those are five thousand dollar seats. I uh, can't go there. Sorry, I don't have the badge to well, do that. Well, so, <laughs> so did you guys actually get to see the Mariah Carey debacle? No, lines no, then? no. We could we have. Hosting, oh, we were hosting, but we she could. She had have. like her microphone dies. Oh no, the music like went out and basically she stopped singing, even though she was singing. So she wasn't. Yeah. And like she got mad at the dancers, and eventually she was just like, well. It just doesn't get any better than this. And, you know, like, she was just like... Tries to walk off the stage. They make her come back on the stage to finish. Oh, she got Apparently, body so Yeah, hard. there's like a... Yeah. There's like... Her manager put out, like, a statement that was basically like... Yeah, the whole the whole night, there was no sound issues. No sound in her ears, so she couldn't hear herself. Mm-hmm. So she was like... They were, like, they were complaining to the sound people about it. And they're like, oh, it'll work when you go up on the stage. Don't worry about it. So she walks out on the stage and she can't hear anything. Right. Sounds like some that kind sucks. of shoddy uh, yeah. production going on yeah. there. Should have hired sucks. Chris Seglia. I'm just saying, I'm saying, man. <laughs> yeah. That 10-0 productions ain't filled in, I don't yeah. think. so. Yeah. That sounds really cool, though. Okay. Yeah, so we hosted an event over there. That's esports stuff, friends. It was pretty esports and it was fun. Uh, I had a good time. Yeah, it was a really good time. Awesome food. Awesome uh, hanging out with those. Yeah, the free gamers. food was great. I rated the food because we were there before anybody else got there, so that's why we got to walk over to the five thousand, like dollar yeah. ticket area and take pictures and stuff. But then, yeah, the one thing that I got baited really badly about was I saw this thing where Taylor Swift was like, he like got a, a loop. Super there was a hard. loop of Taylor Swift videos playing Shout in Times Square. Man. Anyway. Right, there was like a loop of Taylor Swift videos. And I was like, they must be playing these Taylor Swift videos because Taylor Swift is performing. Makes sense. That's what I figured. And I got hella excited. No, no. Like, he got so excited. He was like, hey, see, there's like a Taylor Swift here and a Taylor Swift here. Do, do you think she's going to perform? She's got to be performing. I was like, right? I don't think so, dude. He's like, are you Dude, sure? I'm like, I saw her. What? I saw his tweet. And the first thing I saw was, is Taylor Swift performing there? And I was like, oh, this can't. Ha, ha, ha. And then I looked over and it was your tweet. And yeah. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, because I was like, oh, shit. Is she performing? This is going to be sick. Fan? Yeah, I think her music's cool, but I always just thought it would be sick. I was like, oh, dang, is she performing? That would be awesome. Like, I was, like, super, like, looking yeah, forward got, to it. He got extra giddy. Like, yeah. I, like it was like, really weird. Like, Mariah Carey? No. You don't care? Yeah. We, Before his time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Your dad's music. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know. I was like, like his hey. I mean, Mariah Carey <laughs> got body. I still remember yeah. there was that one American Idol episode where Jennifer Lopez was one of the judges, and one of the contestants comes on and goes like, yeah, my mom loves your music. Uh, oh. And she was like, damn. <laughs> body. That's how they get you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, Taylor Swift's dope. And I was looking forward to her performing. She didn't. But the free food, though. Man, I rated the free food. We were there before anybody else because we were at production, so we got in or whatever. And, dude, tables and tables of free food. They had, like, a huge sushi platter Ooh. that was, like, all the and sushi we were you just could going eat. In and we were just sushi. Like, I grabbed, oh, like, there dude. was, like, five different kinds of sliders, and I was like, ah. one of each. Sure. So yeah, I just like grabbed one of each. Chicken one. Oh, yeah. man, it was good. It was, like, a chicken one, like, a pork one. There was, like, they had banh mi sandwiches. Dang, about okay. And something yo, else, and I grabbed all the sushi. Out, okay. I grabbed all the foods, and I tried one of. I told Steve, I was like, I gotta try one of everything, and then I'll come back for whatever I like after. And that's yep, what I did. Sense, yeah. so. He was definitely going in on the food. I had about like ten glasses of champagne. Yeah, this uh, guy had yeah. at least <laughs> ten glasses of champagne. <laughs> I knew open like bar. It was open bar. Awesome. I had I had a nice. Her, her name was Cami. Oddly enough. Oh, the, the, the yeah the one right by next to our room, right? Yeah, yeah. it was really was nice. Cool. Okay. <laughs> That sounds like quite a story. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
A little esportsy. But that's cool Pretty that much. you guys got to, the, to be in Times Square yeah, for, for New sure. Year's. No. In, it's impossible to get into Times Square well, for I just New Year's. At least you were in the area. At least you were in the area. Like two blocks. So what? the walk from our hotel to Ooh, the okay, venue. Never mind. The walk never to the, mind. our worse. hotel to the venue is 10 minutes. Because we walked home, and uh-huh. it's only 10 minutes. But to get there through Times Square with all the cops and everything... Hour and twenty minute walk. Wow. Yeah, it was really bad. Like each block you go That's... to, there's like there's like police officers and they're like, Yeah, we can't let you in here. I was like, But we need to go right there. They're like so does everybody. And I'm like, well. So that's basically why people, when they go to New York Times Square, they do it like a day or two early. Oh, yeah. Just camp there, like, right? if you go look at like some yeah. of the photos we took, like, there's we're a billion people. It's like so many that. people that they look like ants. It's crazy. Yeah, Ooh. like the, the way we did it is like, if we're here and the event's here, Instead of being able to just walk there, we had to like walk. So like leave out, walk like that. this way, make a right, go yeah, down like five nice. blocks, make another right. You we know, had so we nice. had like twenty extra blocks to walk because of the way it worked out. It was really unfortunate. Well, um, I really want to also talk about the Japan trip as well, but oh, I don't yeah. want to like let's save that for the end. Then let's sure. talk about that a little bit at okay. the yeah. end. Because what we want to talk about, obviously, is the fighting game community in 2016 yeah. mm-hmm. and all the awesomeness that has happened and all the not awesomeness that has happened in 2016 for fighting games. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we, again, we do this every year, so we have a bunch of different categories. Let I have it all on my phone. And lists. Oh, yeah. Mine's yeah. also on my so phone. So which categories are we going over? So let me bust out the categories for you here real quick. The categories are going to be Player of the Year. Okay. Uh, this is for any game, obviously. Match of the year for any game. Fighting game of the year. Ooh, not necessarily newly released. Right. Just uh-huh, fighting game uh-huh. of the year. Oh, okay. That makes uh-huh. way more sense now. Yeah. But, uh-huh. all right. Uh, maybe we should have explained <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, probably. Uh, event of the year. Yeah. Uh, story of the year, which is, like, whatever, like, things that have been happening, what we thought was important for the year. Okay, okay. Uh, FGC member of the year. This is not necessarily a player. This is, like... You know, people who write, who do production work, or just overall do great things for the fighting game community. Mm -hmm. Uh, Newcomer of the year, which is anything. We don't care if it's a person, a game, or what. We just call it newcomer of the year. This is kind of where it starts getting to more of the humorous kind of, you know, we get to have fun kind of thing. The Random Select Award, which is if there's anything that we just wanted to talk about. Yeah, anything else. Anything else that we're like, okay. you know what, I really needed to that talk about That didn't fit in this. any of the other yeah, categories. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one is the Personal FGC Resolutions yeah. for 2016. That is our resolution. Mean for 2017. 2017, you're right. Yeah. Type 16, okay. So there you go. Those are our categories. So... Uh, okay. I figured let's just go in that order. Why not? Yeah. I mean, let's let's go big. Let's just do start it. big, right? Let's do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So do you want to do it like so we go through all of our number threes, all of our number twos, yeah, all of our number ones, sense. like how okay. we used to do? All okay. Right. All right. So fighting game player of the year. Number, so three obviously is the third most important, but first yes. number one is the most important. Correct. Right. What order should we do this in? You can just get it, get it going. We'll okay. do a little round here. I'll start. Okay, I'll start. My number three player of the year was Hungrybox. Oh, okay. okay. I put okay. Hungrybox there because he took Evo. He was winning all at the beginning of the year for Melee. Yeah. And, um, dude, the, the way that he won Evo was ridiculous. Like, that was just the most amazing match, and he just had a bunch Super of cool good. stuff. And then, of course, in 2017, he breaks his hand in dodgeball, and he can't go to Genesis 4. I saw him. Boom, 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 buddy. I blame JaVale for like, that. Did that just happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally showed an x-ray where he has a chip in his finger, and he's like, I don't think I can play. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh well. What a dummy. But hungry box. Yeah, uh, gotta ensure those fingers. Yeah. yeah. Was my was my number three pick because I thought not only that but he video like games. it always had been Mango and Armada, Mango and Armada, and then he snuck in there. He was two years in a row second place at Evo. Now finally first place. Hungry box was my number three. Who's your number three, Steve? Okay. My number three is a lost soul. Oh, okay, that's good. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, um, and a lot of, uh, I guess, the anime community, for me... Well, someone said that he is going to go, and he's just hoping to use his middle finger instead. So. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, just try luck. to not use his index finger or whatever <laughs> Good luck. Anyways, continue. Lasso. So, Lasso, uh, because uh, in the anime community, not largely known for their online-only oh, players, oh. Uh, Lasso coming out of... Seemingly nowhere, especially to the people not familiar with him on the East Coast. We are all on the West Coast. Did an amazing job. Took uh, some tournaments from other people and definitely made some waves in the anime community, especially the Gear community, as one of the better, if not the best, players in a lot of instances involving really cool. Gear. He was one of my newcomers last year. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Newcomer. For sure. Uh, my number three was mm. Sonic Fox. Mm. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean... This guy is ridiculous. He wins all the things. He cost me a, a buying James dinner at Sujita. So I didn't think he was going to win ESL again. For you ran against Sonic Fox? Just because, like, mostly, mostly for the entertainment. You just felt like helping out your friend James. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He wanted to buy him it, it really, uh-huh. it was one of those things where it's like, there was no bet because everybody thought Sonic Fox would win. So I was like, I'll take the field. So you like that, Steve? I tried. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Sonic Fox. <laughs> Look at the moment, David. Yeah. <laughs> Steve that one's happy good. with yeah. his new emote here. Yeah. So. That, one that is, good. is cool. The arms go with everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh-huh. a really good emote. Uh-huh. Okay, all so, right. So all right. Sonic Fox was my player of the year, or third, third place player, yeah. player of the year. Uh, my play, my, <laughs> my, okay. my player of the year is player one for taking so much control that in Street Fighter V... <laughs> They do, doesn't even let player two. That's not a real person. Match. <laughs> that's your third place. Yeah, that's my third place. But third also, bo- I think it was one. that like he was also like entered seventeen times in like the Red Bull Battlegrounds in that bracket that they had, wasn't yeah, it? That's yeah, right. like, Remember, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. that's good. Yeah, there you go. Twenty-seven. All right. Should we move on? Can we move on? Can we move on? Can we move on? Okay. Fun okay. fact about that one: when, when Brad and I play. We do that. <laughs> I like rematch at my house and it'd be like, bro, I didn't give you the thumbs up, man. You can't just rematch on me. I'm like, I'm sorry. We go That's back awesome. to character select. We, we redo Take it. a breath. Think about it. And now we, we've done that. We've moved on to the AOK. This is the 2017. Right. This one? Well, you, you can't that. do that because that's that's bad in, like, Brazil. Like, oh, if we really? do that to Berlino, like, Berlino's going to punch us in the face. Dude, that, so. You got this one? There's all kinds, you know, this, okay. there's new ones. Yeah. Yeah. You're tubular? <laughs> I'm tubular. Start yeah. the match. <laughs> all right, James. All right, number two. My number two player of the year, and honestly, weirdly, I mean, this was a hard decision for number two and number one for me, but my number two player of the year is Saint. Oh, okay. Because oh, really? Because okay. he took Evo, and then he took the, the the Tekken, I mean, that's like the, that's basically like you won Evo right. and you won Capcom Cup, yeah, right, yeah, for Tekken thing. 7, yeah. so... I gave it to Saint because that is a difficult accomplishment, and I think he uh, played super well during. I mean, yeah, I mean Tekken Seven is not on consoles yet, but you know, it's just the still to be able to get that accomplishment. I think was really really cool. Okay, okay. So, I would say in not in similar fashion, but in game similar fashion, Mm -hmm. uh, E Circus, Anakin. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
this yeah, dude okay, went. Okay. They said, one. hey, how good are you at Tekken? I'm so good that I'm going to relinquish my spot and continue to enter <laughs> these tournaments because I'm that damn good. Yeah. And people came by the slew to try and stop yeah, this guy. Yeah. And he won it every time. Even when it was some new little margin thrown into it, speed kicks his future teammate was thrown into it. Like, it was always a thing mm. for him to have to Rip was one of those contenders. Like, there were so many people that came out to try to stop this dude from winning first place. And it was not easy, but he did it. Especially in every tournament that he entered. So he does get my number two for the year. Yeah, if you guys didn't see that tweet they're talking about, uh Saints tier list, where he said, like, S tier was whoever you want to play. Like, just follow your heart and play Uh who you want to play. I was like, it's pretty good. All, all I'll say is that is he's that. wrong, but it's friggin'. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's not real too. I was just about to say, Sienna's you believe, Sienna's guys. reading that tweet and he's just like, yeah. You yeah, mother- talk to me when you played Q for eight years. Let me know. Let me know when you've done that. Oh man. So who's your number two, Mister Ultra? Oh, good try. Did I skip you? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Come on, Sorry. David. What do you got? Sorry. My number two was the voices it- threw mm-hmm. me off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good cover. Infiltration was my number two. Oh, really? okay. yeah, Infiltration. I think you can't undersell this man's dominance. Hmm. in the first half of 2016 uh-huh. like to me it was just crazy like to have that run that he had from the start of Street Fighter 5 all the way to Evo uh, super impressive uh-huh. like everybody's scrambling to learn the game and he to me was super impressive with how quickly he learned it yeah. and he managed yeah. to maintain until like Evo he, uh, he definitely learned it faster than anybody else yeah which yeah. I think is really impressive for sure especially since Nash is really not as good as everybody thought mm-hmm. right? I've been saying he's, that since the I beginning know. man <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh man he's so good no he's yeah. not no, he's not Steve, good. Steve, a lot Steve, of people Steve, said that. Steve. A lot of people yeah, said that. People like, called yeah. me crazy. Like, they no, called Steve, me crazy. I, I, I called you crazy. It's okay. Yeah. Steve, it's okay. It's yeah, yeah, so he's my it. he's my number two player just because, okay. come on. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, my, my number two player is Knuckledew. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's this first time that I can ever recall thinking that an American is the best at whatever is the best, like whatever is the biggest fighting game of the moment. Never thought an American is the best at anything. Like, it's just not me. Um, in fact, I don't know that an American has been like top five legitimately. Oh no! Um, but he probably is the best in the biggest fighting game in the world right now, and that's the uh, first. So hats off to him. I think that's super great. Okay. Yeah. And um, that's why I was saying I had a hard time trying to decide between my number one and number two. Um, my number one is Knuckle Dude mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that is such a crazy accomplishment. You know, like there. Look. Europe got there before us when Luffy took Evo, right? right? So, like, America has always been kind of the whipping boy, you know? So, like, to have him actually do that, and not only do that, but do it in such a dominating fashion. Like, it was it was clear that he got to the point that he yes. was better than everyone oh, else. Yeah. And then, also, I have to give him... I The thing that put it over the edge is because I know the kind of year Knuckle Do had. Right, could have gone to, very differently. Right, to have to come to go to get over all the personal issues that he had and everything like that, to come back and become the best player uh, on the in the planet mm-hmm. for Street Fighter mm-hmm. Five, which has the most competition for all the games, is really impressive for me. So he is my player of the year. Well... Also, my player, um, <laughs> yes. for all those reasons, plus the fact that, like, what you said, like, before, for him being your number two, um, if you look at the time that we're in of Street Fighter, mm-hmm. Knuckle Doo being the best, the un, 
like the unequivocal but there's nobody else out there that's showed the progression that he's made on top of beating the people that he's yeah. beat consistently yeah. as well as had the tournament showing to back it up as well I mean the only closest person that we would have would be say a Justin Wong because consistently placing yeah. um, he is from the United States on top of that he's just a really good player in almost every game he plays but the fact that knuckle do went to every every tournament he went to he was like nah man you know why I'm, you know why I'm here get comfortable I'm trying to win this tournament and the fact that he stuck to his guns he played the same characters he just yeah. continued to evolve his tech as as far as like as player of the year I feel like there's nobody else yeah. that even remotely gets close to I mean, he got sent to loser's bracket first round, remember, in the top 16 of Battlegrounds. And yeah. still came in all the way. And, and still came back and won. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. He said, uh, he was like, yeah, I feel like me and Tokido is grand finals. Mm-hmm. So I had to play him first round, and that's grand finals. It ended up being grand finals. <laughs> they beat him. That's right. sick. Well, who's your number Knuckle one? Knuckle Yeah. <laughs> so, David, change things up. Tell us yeah. who's the player. Yeah. Well, yeah. did you want to add anything about that? Or? You guys handle it. I don't know <laughs> anything else yeah. I need okay. to say. Okay. No, okay. I, I, I definitely thought about putting him number one I ended up going with Sonic Fox yep okay uh, okay, okay. I mean he was the yeah, best in yeah. MK there was a time when like the NRS scenes were terrible and him being the best was like who cares because uh, there just weren't that many good players but mm-hmm. um, it's not really the case now there's a lot more good players and on top of that um, he played Street Fighter 5 for like 40 days and yeah. he got top 8 at final round in his like first ever tournament <laughs> in it and then he didn't put any time in it anymore but um, I think that like that shows that he's ridiculous yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I think that's it. But yeah, it was a close one between those two. Okay, sure. okay, okay, cool. Uh, shall we move on to what was the next category here? Match uh, of the year. <coughs> match of the year, or do you guys want to take a break first, or what do you want? Yeah, we can just continue. Okay, so, let's do match of the year. Of All right, so number three, match of the year. Now, normally when I pick match of the years, it's always like this super close, super hype match. It's always like, uh, or something significant. Yeah, we got the same that one. Kind of like, right. What's that? We got the same one. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> My number three match is the complete opposite. It is Knuckle Dew versus Shao Hai. Yeah. That mm. whoop at Capcom Cup. That yes. whooping in six minutes was unprecedented. You have the same one? I have the third. same one for third, yes. Because <laughs> Knuckle Dew, I mean, look, Shao Hai was considered might have been the best at that time, right. you know, and then at, he was going into Capcom Cup really strong. Sure, he had lost to Knuckle Dew already, but everyone's like, I mean, he told us at, at Canada Cup, he's like, oh, I didn't know the matchup. Yeah. And so, okay, here he comes, yeah, you coming expect back. expect him to put the work in, you know. <laughs> didn't happen. No, nope, so nothing. Still that, lost at U-League also to him. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Oh, right, with yeah. a nerfed Mika, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, with yeah, the uh-huh. nerfed Mika. Right, yeah. exactly. Oh, she's definitely nerfed. Yeah, she's she's nerfed. nerfed. I'm yeah. just being a douche when I do yeah. this. <laughs> she's yeah, definitely That's my number three. Yeah, he told us afterward that he just knows how... Shao Hai plays. So mm. he's just watching him a lot. He, he, knows how he, he plays. says that he knows the players that he's the fan of the most. Yeah. So he was a fan of Infiltration. He was also a fan of Shao Hai. And yeah, all you gotta do is know how Shao Hai plays. So, That's all. Yep. All right. Well, my third match for match of the year is uh, Shao Hai versus Bushin style in Wednesday Night Fights. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, about it that. was too much. Uh, it so much. I stability over here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, I look at that and I'm just like, man, that, uh, that Bushin style guy, like, I actually have to greet him. Like, I greet him and I'm like, Hey man, how you doing? <laughs> I guess that's what he's done for himself. Nothing can ever take that away. Uh-huh. And on top of that, I knew what was happening 
in uh-huh. Jaha's head. head. I said it during commentary. It was like, uh-huh. this guy's going to continue to do it. And you're going to keep getting hit by it. Like, uh-huh. he out Shao Hai and Shao Hai. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. With Rasheed. Like, that's hilarious. Because, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Anyways, for sure, I just, for, sure. for me, mm-hmm. that definitely, uh, that deserves a top five okay. spot. Okay, okay. I have Tokido versus Infiltration from CEO. Yeah. Oh, um, dang. I forgot about yeah, that. Was, that match was, that was like the turnaround. You okay. know what I mean? There's so much about that match that was really sick. Like, obviously, Tokido had the parries mm-hmm. that were really good. Like, on EX Moonsault, plus the four roundhouse media that he parried. And, like, he closed out with the perfect. He had, like, the parry on the wake-up super. Like, he had all that kind of <laughs> cool right, stuff. Yeah. But That's more right. importantly, it was, like, the first time Infiltration looked like he was in trouble. In, the, mm-hmm. in all year, like nobody was really making him yeah. bleed his own blood, and then also, uh, just because man, right before Evo, it made it like, oh man, it's infiltration, yeah. done. like oh we don't know, and then he wins anyway. But it was like yeah. such a such a sick set to watch. Yeah. Uh, that one is my number three for the year. Okay. Yeah, again, I have. Oh, you have the same two. one. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Anything you wanted to add about that? No. Okay. Uh, my number two match of the year was uh, Sonic Fox versus Tekken Master Grand Finals. Ah, uh, yeah. Evo. Yeah, it's the same list. Are you serious? That's your number two as also well? My number two. Here, you talk about it then. You uh, commentated it, so okay, you yeah, tell sure. me what. Because, look, I just. Like, Sonic Fox took off his head. That's <clears throat> yeah. all I'm going to say. I so mean, no, like, it's so, so rare that Sonic Fox uh, has to worry in tournaments. It's very rare that he loses. It's only happened a couple of times over the last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, Tekken Master is, like, not a nobody. People knew that mm-hmm. he was good, but he comes from a scene in Bahrain that's, like, really small. Right. And he doesn't get to travel that often. And somehow he made grand finals of Evo. He's like the number two player in the world all of a sudden. Uh, so that that was nuts, and that he that he reset it even was crazy, <laughs> yeah. and that he caused enough trouble that uh, by winning the game after that, that Sonic Fox felt like he had to like remove his headwear for the first time ever. Uh, I thought I thought that 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 moment Sonic Fox like recognizing that he was in trouble and like yeah. removing the headgear was like as much of a of a like. No, noteworthy moment as anything that happened in the actual game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I thought that that was really that was really good. Okay. Shout outs to both of those players. Number two for you. So my number two happened at uh, the North American Tekken Finals. It was actually a match between Rip and Kane. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude! I was so was like, small story. I was tasked with like relaying anything sick that happened to the 10 production crew who ran the event okay. okay and i was watching on the corner so it's like and the thing is about it that made it all the more intense was rip was like dude like kane's so good like i'm not gonna beat this dude. i'm like come on man no no you, can't <laughs> you gotta go in with the eye of the tiger he's like man dude kane's so good he started crying and slobbing i had to go with tissue i was like rip man you gotta come on dude you gotta hold it together uh-huh. and what happened the match that ensued after that was so spectacular like it blew my mind like it was ridiculous like some of the stuff that was happening some of the evasive properties the slow motions that happened man it was ridiculous like it got higher and higher as we as i watched him play like i almost fainted somebody record i was on the side like oh my god what is happening (laughs) it was so good and Oh, I just nobody saw the whole match. Like they, yeah. they didn't see the rip reaction of him, like Dude. freaking out, looking around, like he was in a roller coaster. He was like, "Oh my god!" You know, it was such a good match. If you get the chance, go back and look at that match because yeah. oh man, that was such a visual display. It was ridiculous. You know how Rip is like with all these Dude, kinds of things. Rip uh, is a that guy puts a, a lot of emotion into any celebration that happens <laughs> because of the result of the yeah. match, no matter what. 
I've seen it multiple times, and it's always good. His reactions are too good. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two match of the year was Knuckle Dew versus Tokido at Red Bull Battleground. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, that was, like, that was, you know, Dew looked really good before that, but that was the one, I think, where people were like, damn, this guy's legit. Like, that was such a good match to watch, uh, especially after it happened first round of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, you might want to pause that so there's no echo, by the way. Oh, yeah, you're right. It happens to me all the damn time. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it, thanks, Twitch. So, uh, what's called? <laughs> the damn panels don't work. Trust me. Uh, what's called? Tasty Steve versus Claw Machine. Oh, man. That was some, I saw somebody in there say Sejam versus Sejam Segways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I beat that guy's you, ass. <laughs> I beat him. It was, oh, man, he's good. But, yeah, Dew versus Tokido at Red Bull Battlegrounds to me was such a sick match to watch. Uh, I feel like the matches I always enjoy the most are the ones that I actually get to watch in person. Right. Where I'm not when I'm not commentating. Like commentating the match I feel like is always really good. But when you get to watch it as a spectator, as a fan, there's like that extra feeling of like it was so good and man, we were popping off for America. I'll tell you, we were going nuts (laughs) for America. Like it was not even for Knuckle Dew, it was for freedom. Like everything we were yelling to hear the crowd in that match sounds special to me because like some he jumped at do uh-huh. and do down fierce them and I heard people in the crowd yell freedom and I was like they're like you can't jump in on freedom yeah or they were just every time there was an anti or someone would yell freedom and I was like oh it made the match a little special to me right. that every time I that's watch cool. it I just think about it and yeah that's it's cool. such a sick match yeah, yeah. okay okay oh that's right I have the same number two so yeah. do we have the same number one I oh, wonder maybe. look there's only one match this year that made me cry for that long. Oh, yeah. And so, my number one match of the year is Hungry Box versus Armada Grand oh, Finals yeah, okay. at Evo. Yeah, okay, sure. Because that, that one was ridiculous. The There were at least two times in the first, once in the first set and once in the second set, that Armada was pretty much on stock point. And it was like, well, okay, congratulations to your second place again. And Hungry Box would make the most ridiculous comeback. Yeah, that was sick. And uh, his reaction afterwards, just the way that, you know, th- how, like, he started crying on stage. And I thought it was cool because it kind of validated that Liquid also hired his coach to come and help him with that. And like I said, that, I was, like, crying for, like, 15 minutes afterwards. Yeah, true. So much to the point that Toph and Bobby Scar were just, like, laughing at me. They're yeah, just like, true. are you still crying, James? <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. That was, that happened. Yeah. We are like, about to go on. I was like, James. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Wrap it up, James. Put it in your yes, pocket, no, you know? No, that was probably the most hype I've ever... And it's like you said, when you watch a match... Like, I lose my voice more from when I watch matches than when I'm actually commentating them. Right. And that one, like, I almost lost my voice before Evo Top 8, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. What do you got? All right, I have a three-way tie. <laughs> what? And with. You can't do that. <laughs> you never, this wasn't in the rules. I have a okay, three-way tie. All now, right. because I have you a three-way say. tie, because I have a three-way tie, I'm right. only going to save the matches and I will not go into how. There were three. St- there were three, there were three instances spots. in which I was freaking out. Was one, two, three. But, <laughs> you could have just taken your yeah, three-way that's, tie. That's how it worked. Just so, have those no, three. no. Okay, yeah, all right. He gets five. Yeah, Box get five. versus Armada, of course. Okay, all right. That's one. Okay. Also, um, it was Elven Shadow at CEO 2016 in Guilty Gear versus... Uh, Kazunoko? Yes, versus yeah, Kazunoko. Because uh-huh. that was crazy. And then... It was uh, Tekken NA Finals, uh, the last chance qualifier, when people have been playing for like 15 hours. 
and the last match of the day was for Spiro, uh, 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 Spiro Gen versus uh, Reno Face yeah. to get Damn, into the yo. last spot. When I tell you, like, people actually scream the last, they will bow in the entire room would awesome. scream every time. That's awesome. Like, those three matches had so much hype. Like, like that's why I couldn't separate them because I was like, yo, this has to be the sickest match of the year. And then I'm like, oh, damn, the Armada box. Oh, I can't forget about that. And then I was like, oh, damn, the Guilty Gear. So it's like, that's my that's my three-way tie. Okay, see, the, I, I did that for you. Nice <laughs> <in the show>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a pretty good list. So I have a five wait no. I'm gonna say damn the yeah, world. Yeah, what the hell, dude? Uh, my match of the year is from Capcom Cup. Daigo versus Sako. Oh, okay. okay so okay. this yeah. match to me was such a grind. It was oh, such a true. long that's match, true. first of all. And it was it went down to like match, like final round of like every single uh-huh. game. It was like a super crazy grind. There were so many clutch moments. Like, Sako had this crazy, like, 90% comeback at one point. <laughs> Daigo had some crazy Ume moments. Like, it was such a dope set. It was so good. And he basically lost it on an execution error, yeah. right? It was not an execution oh, error. was it? What happened is Sako had been doing this the whole set, which is where he would do low forward, and you can lay cancel as Chun-Li. So you do low forward, see it hit, and then hit confirm legs. Uh-huh. Do low forward, see a hit, oh, hit confirms like right. he had been yeah. doing that the whole set. And right. so the last time he hits Daigo from mad far, low forward, he sees a hit, hit confirms the legs, and it just Misses. whiffs in his yeah. face. Because it just was range. The cosmic yeah. lords above <laughs> saw Umehara and in his time of need, our Lord was saved. Because he had it, it just whipped by that much. Because he had the meter for EX, like he had just gotten it, and so I thought that's what he was going for. And he messed up. I don't on know. That, maybe but... he tr- maybe thought, tried EX, but he had been hit yeah, confirming yeah. regular legs yeah, the whole time, the entire yeah. time. Uh, right. And like the, the cosmic right. beings aligned it so that the Twitch Supreme Chancellor of the Universe, <laughs> <laughs> it just missed, and then he killed him. And I was like, what? Like I could not handle it. Like afterwards. For like five minutes, I was still thinking about that win. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was like it was the craziest match. That was such a sick match. Two players that I'm a super big fan of, and it was it's a really fun ma- matchup to watch. True. Because ninety percent of it, Daigo's just getting hit by fierce, <laughs> and then he lands like some sweep or some tatsu, and you're just like, oh my god, don't do it, Daigo, right. don't do the man dirty. But yeah, it was a sick set. Okay. Uh, my number one was Saint versus Chanel at yep. uh, oh, oh really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was. Global Grand Finals or whatever. That was good. That's, that was sick. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that, that was best. It was just the the first of all, like I really like watching Tekken Seven. Um, that's mm-hmm. super cool. But just the the back and forth of it, when it seemed like oh, Saint yeah. was like getting, he was just gonna get dunked. Yeah, uh, it was just gonna be like it was it's over. And and the comeback sort of like within the comeback that happened, I thought that was it so was cool. crazy. He beat him so, five games straight, right? Yeah. And then that's when he he made the, started making the comeback. So I didn't get this like because I wasn't here, obviously. To talk about like the Tekken world, like final yeah. thing. So like we were talking about like Saint playing Nobi, and it was like a bit of a thing because when Nobi went up to play, um, Saint wanted to play on a very specific Korean stick. Now normally no. they had never allowed this before. Right. Normally you had to play uh-huh. on whatever was there, even if you were from a foreign country. And this was the first time they actually allowed it. That that goes for the people who played on pad as well. So Anakin and whoever else got to play on pad, which goes for uh, the European guys too, they actually played on pad, was actually allowed to play on pad. So when Saint went up there versus Nobi, the match he lost and put him in losers, 
Um, he felt like he lost that match because he was he not playing, playing on, his own stick. on his own stick. The interesting thing to note that maybe people don't know is that almost every Korean player that plays on Korean, like top player that plays on Korean stick has their own stick. Like yeah. they have their own, like Infiltration has his own specific brand of lev- like lever mm-hmm. that only he plays on. Like that's like his oh. thing that they're going to sell. They're going to start selling it, I heard, but... Yeah, so a lot of the Korean players play on their own. Yeah. Like, it has its own specific, like, weight and, like, range and pull and stuff like that. So him yeah, playing on a... do that back in the day. Yeah, I know. Cool came back. So him playing, like, him not playing on his own stick is, like, yeah. it's a real thing. Because he's used that. to, you know, like, moving a certain way. And so, like, yeah. Right. So him pulling out uh, the fact that he had to fight Nobi on the stick that wasn't his, loses that match to play Chanel on the actual working stick, which actually happened. <laughs> he played Nobi event. again. He yeah. played Nobi again, yeah. and he got to play on and, his own stick. he got stick. to play on his own stick, and, and that's Nobi. when he beat him. So, no, that's you saying that that match, and then the touch and go back and forth, and actually talking to Saint afterwards yeah. about it. He was like, yo, man, once the reset hit, it got dicey, but I was sure I was going to win. <laughs> like, that's what wow, he said. Okay. He's like, it got okay. dicey. Because even like when he, he went sure, up, man. yeah, he was like... Didn't look like he was sure. Yeah, exactly. Would you say that that would have made your top six? Oh, that's definitely. Is that in your top six? That's up there. That's but it was it was a. (laughs) I forgot about that. I have dude. I have so many matches. Nine. Like, there's a few. Yeah, if you gave him one extra match, he would have five more matches. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, okay. Want to move on to the fighting game of the year? Um, We'll take a break after that. Uh, you want to do a break after that then? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Fighting game of the year. Uh, fighting game of the year was one of the hardest ones for me. Yeah, this is a super hard one. I, I really honestly wanted to give it to like nothing. I just wanted to have an empty list. Boy, I was like, I'm so frustrated. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm that's super, one of the major super, things. Super, super frustrated right now. And my number three game is Street Fighter Five. Okay. I put it on there only because of the five thousand entrance, because of yeah. the Capcom Cup two hundred thirty thousand dollars, two ESPN showings, all the stuff like More that. Like community stuff. Right, but obviously, just mind blowing on problems. So like, I really kind of wanted to make a statement and just not put it on the list Yo. at all. But the problem is, Boom. it had no thumbs up. It had so much. It did so much during the course of the year yeah. that yeah. I couldn't not put it on the list. So you know what? I'm just gonna put it at the very bottom of the list. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So my number three game is Street Fighter Five. Okay. Um, my number three game is actually Killer Instinct. Okay, good stuff. Um, okay. And I'm, I'm gonna about. say that because not because of Sejam here, but <laughs> <laughs> just because uh, even though. Killer Instinct has been out for a while now. I think it's the longest of the games that we're even like Just remotely playing. You know? Yeah. But I feel like it's I feel <laughs> like you know. for you, dude. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, season three released in March, so um the fact that I feel like they have a better approach to balancing their game, um, the releasing of characters. Killboard um, came out today. <laughs> Yeah, fa- I'd love to talk about that, but we've yeah. got enough time. So yeah. the, the fact that um, they're still releasing characters and they're giving you all these options, as, as, as well as how vocal uh, a bunch of the devs are, you know, Keats and all those guys. I, I yeah, really, yeah. I really um, like the fact that they try to get in with their community as well while making this game. Um, constant updates, uh, constant addressing of stuff, uh, the Shadow Lords mode being added in. Uh, the innovative characters that they put in, even though I'm not the biggest fan of a bunch of the guest characters, I will say how innovative they play uh-huh. definitely makes the game That's stand sure. out a lot more. And as, okay. as good as I am not at that game, I really like to watch 
and still sort of kind of play Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. You can kind so. of fix that, you know. You're sitting next to a guy who's pretty good at games. I know, man. He's so. a busy guy, though, man. Tasty Steve, his third game of the year was Killer Instinct. My third game of the year was Guilty Gear. Lovers! It's Guilty Gear because, first of all, I love watching Guilty Gear. Mm-hmm. I'm such a big fan. But the way the main way it won me over this year was that it finally released on PC. Yeah. Oh man, I can't even begin to explain how happy I am that Revelator is finally on PC. God damn, I am pleased with that. And I'm really just happy that the game is super sick to watch. Mm-hmm. I watch Guilty Gear Finals at like every event that it happens. I think the characters are all sick. Like the sure. music, I listen to the music all Sounds the time. Sick, no doubt. Uh, which is one thing I like about KI a lot also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game looks incredible. It's a super dope game. Uh, I'm really happy that they're finally releasing it on PC, and I hope the hope is that if there's a new version or like a new Guilty Gear or whatever, that it keeps up to date on the PC yeah. release, and yeah, it would nice. be crossplay. That's the, that's oh, the dream. Yeah. That would be the dream. But yeah, cool. Guilty Gear gets my number three spot. Super okay. amazing game. Guilty Gear community is awesome, and uh, I'm really happy with the game. Okay. Uh, anyway. All right, my just here's the text that I wrote. The subsection of Street Fighter V where you're in a match playing against other persons offline, not the part before that or the part between games where you have to give a thumbs up or playing online, but the actual gameplay, I will give third place. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> just yeah. to the gameplay alone. You just yes. validated one of my choices by doing that. Yeah. Like, and I will get it. to that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very similar to <coughs> kind of what Yeah, I, I thought about saying KI as well, but uh, I put that in other categories okay. instead. Okay. Uh, my second place game of the year is, in fact, Guilty Gear Revelator. Mostly because that's how you put out a game. Uh, yeah, you're damn right. Like, you put out a game, <clears throat> unlocking things is fun. Even the fishing is, like, fun. I don't yeah. know why it's fun, but it is. But, like, the tutorials, they have an FAQ built in the game. They have options. Dude, I just saw that they actually track how many hours you spend in training mode. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing because someone tweeted out a picture from FAB, and it was, like, 146 days and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Oh, my of, like, training God. Mode. Yeah, uh, not, not even exactly. It was right 146 there. days or something like that. And so, like... That's Play a better character, man. 146 days with a good yeah, character, right? you'll be destroying the universe. The, the tutorial is super Tutorial's good. Great. The training stuff is super good. The training mm-hmm. mode is good, and just and of course, I just love the game. I've always loved the game. I'm shite at it right now, and I really want to get better at it. But it is, it is. I've always loved Guilty Gear, and so I just from that and the fact that it's such a beautiful pack. Like I mean, this was obviously last year. But man, the, the freaking demo like was oh that was game, the best thing. That's right. right. Yeah. That was so, so good. Ridiculous. The so. demo for Revelator well, is better than the pre-order bonus. I it's better say. than anything Street Fighter yeah, did. Uh-huh. Yeah, the oh, demo is a hundred percent better. Like, seriously, yeah. like come on. It's right. Number two. Two. My number two is Guilty Gear as well. Like Vassal yeah. and Thug. It has to be. I mean, mm-hmm. with all those things, like on top of the fact that uh, just the the way. The game kind of resurged like out of nowhere. It was like on a 15 year hiatus or something. And it was like, new game. And it was like, can it be that good? And then you see it and you're like, Jesus, that's beautiful. And then you're playing it and you're like, Jesus, that's beautiful. And then they're like, they give you the game and you're like, I'll get the demo of the game that's not even out yet. You guys are amazing. You know, so. They just added this figure mode, which people are like making memes and Yeah, dude, like, it's so so much, um, especially coming from a game that's traditional. I feel like. As a package overall, when it comes to the newer games that are released, mm-hmm. Guilty Gear is by far top two, no matter how you look yeah. at it. I mean, the fact that it's back, it looks good. They made um, 
updates make a lot more sense. Them patching the game makes more sense. They gave you the DLC characters for free, so even if you didn't buy the game, you might buy it later. You can already have it. I mean, like the the Put package of that game alone. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, good. it's too good. So it definitely gets my number two. And of course, you know, I mean, I'm kind of biased, but I do love Guilty Gear. Yeah. And I haven't even got my character back, and it still got number two. No, so no, no, we something have to think to about. Kiss now, right? <laughs> <laughs> my number two, Tekken Seven FR. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. Available to play at a lot of different events this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the U.S., out in Japanese arcades, which you know some people have played on. Uh, lots of people, I mean, obviously can do that. But yeah, super happy about that. The game had a full Tekken tour this year yes. on an unreleased game. It yes. looks amazing. It's the most beautiful fighting game out there, maybe besides Slow-mo. Revelator. Slow-mo is the best invention for any fighting game, spectator-wise, so of all time. Before this slow-mo was in, Tekken was kind of hard to watch. Yeah. yeah, I think a pretty dry oh. game sometimes, right? It was, it was tough. I think now it's probably the best spectator game in, in all fighting yeah. games. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the best spectator game now. Tekken 7 is too good. So, all those things, and hopefully... With they said a console release date being announced this month, I think, right? So they said February. <laughs> February, yeah, yeah, yeah. so or something. I mean, like it'll that, come yeah. out eventually. Twenty nineteen, right. maybe something like that, or whatever it is. Twenty twenty five. Tekken Seven FR will come out. In the console. fact that it had a successful, <laughs> it had a tour. Tekken tour when it's not even out in the US. Right, when it's not out is pretty impressive to be able to yeah. have all that. So to me, game. Tekken Seven FR gets my number two spot. Yeah, it does for me as well. That's okay. my number two. As well. Okay, sick game, dude. Yeah, okay. yeah. sick game. Beautiful, Akuma, awesome game. can't wait for it to come out. Akuma, oh man. Oh, Mark says. It will be January. Oh, it will be January. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Tekken Do you have 7? anything to add to Tekken? That was nicely stated. Okay. Akumer. 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 He's fun, dude. Akuma he looks better in Tekken than he does in Street Fighter. He sure does, man. They yeah. spent their yeah. time on that character. Did you guys pretty... hear the voice of yeah. Akuma yeah. at Japan? Yeah. What? That was the hypest thing I, ever. Yo, I, I can't believe his voice. Yeah, I also saw the video where I heard Steve from the crowd. And the whole crowd is dying laughing at this guy. Yeah. Because he's like, are you serious? Yeah. And the best the part, mics, man, they muffle. Right, I can't right. tell. Yeah. Dude, oh. another thing about that, we were in the crowd watching, and Anakin at one point did this baseball slide with Jack. The dumbest move, and it gets him killed, right? Like, it's like the stupid clutch moment, and he does the baseball slide, mm-hmm. and Rip was so pissed. From the crowd, he yelled, Go back to America! Like, at Anakin, <laughs> and the Japanese crowd loses it. They were dying. They're laughing so hard. And Rippy's like, Go back to America, you oh idiot! And I was like, Oh my god. So between that and Steve popping off, that made the Tekken 7 final yeah. thing. It was too good. It's like I said, I mean, the, a lot of people are saying in the chat, like, it can't be game of the year because obviously it's not out yet, but like... It's it out. Was, it's just not accessible to most people. They did they such a out. good job to let people play it, though, because it was available in a lot of it different places. It was available. Yeah, I mean, like it's absurd that it's taken this long as it has. Right, I don't know right. the deal is back there, but the game but it definitely is beautiful. Is and but I, it is it is out. It's right. like available. I do echo it's not most people. one of yeah. your statements though is that it's so much fun to watch now. Super like I agreed. I have never been able to watch Tekken before. In fact, you know, uh, Tekken fans out there are going to kill me for saying this, but like Tekken was my let's take a nap or go rest during Evo oh, time, man. you know? Or Had a like good go four hours to go else. sleep, yeah, right? Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. A lot of so. people did that. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Not, so. not, uh, hurts my heart, guys. Yeah, it's I'm, true, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, now you got me. Yeah. Now I'm watching low soccer kicks <laughs> and mock punches and oh, running so twos. Okay, so my number one game of the year is... Tekken 7. Oh. Tekken 7 under. Basically all have the same top two, I guess. Because right. that game is beautiful. That game is just super cool. And like you said, it's just everything they've added to it has turned it from right. 
something that was like like uh, I have so much hope for Tekken <coughs> Seven to be able to bring Tekken back to its former glorious status right, yeah, right, yeah. in the states and everything. And it's a beautiful game. And maybe I'm doing this a lot on potential, but look, I watched. Master Cup last year. I yes. watched uh, Tekken Seven, uh, the, the 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 World Cup this year. Yep. Yeah. All of it was super hype. I'm yeah. so hyped for this game. I'm gonna be shite in this game too, oh. but I'll still try it. And I definitely I teach you a come on. To learn. So there you go. Can't wait to play Jack. Yeah, <sighs> Jack's good. <laughs> That's my dude. Speaking of debugging people, anyway. Tekken Seven is definitely my game yeah. of the year. Yeah, now, there it is. With uh, with uh, everything uh, uh, with everything being said, if someone else had said it, I would have. Immediately, been I would have just glazed over this and act like it would not have been a thing, but the fact that uh, what pushed Tekken Seven over the other games for me was the way the it was set up by the people who created the game. Yeah, the the, the uh-huh. fact that they had this tour, and not only was this tour just for show, it wasn't for publicity. I mean, it was obviously because that's what comes with it. But the fact is that it did exactly what it was set out to do, which was close that gap. Of international competition, which has historically plagued almost every fighting game, but one one of exclusively is the Tekken franchise. You had Korea, you had Japan, that always stood out above everybody. Now, the main reason that happened was because people felt like we didn't get access to the game soon enough for it to make a difference. Not Tekken 7, not this time. The fact that they had the Wizard World Tours and the Tekken Tour that all kind of rounded up in in this event itself was the smartest thing in the world Mm -hmm. because now you have people able to play the game even though it was not available everywhere. It's kind of like those movies that wins like Academy Awards but they're only a select select screen. (laughs) It's the exact same thing. It doesn't mean it's any good. That was the best analogy. I'm just saying, that's how you look. That's how I saw it. I was just like, you might not be able to play this game but word of mouth is going to tell you just how good this game is. That's not including what they're still doing to an arcade version of the game. They just announced like the characters get special rage arts and customizations. Oh, yeah. King's new and rage King has so the Rainmaker from New yeah. Japan Pro uh-huh. Wrestling. Oh, and the so money rains. That, that is, that is so crazy. Many. That is so. And you, that, that, that's club. small. That's and the small. Bullet club shirts. They get Bullet Club shirts, dude. dude. For Jack and Brian. That's right. pretty good. Cross promotion is just one of the major things that sales one. Um, most amazingly is the fact that this is a customization customization thing that affects the players because you get to personalize yeah. those characters on an arcade front. And I know to some people it looks crazy, especially if you don't play the game. Like, items look crazy. But that is very specific to an, a game that is only available in arcades and something you have to think about while playing the game. Right. But overall, awesome, Tekken 7, Fate of Retribution, Game of the Year. Like, I love watching Akuma in, in the little... Uh the little, floating uh, thing, floating the dust, the shower. You mean, Yo, with the, the shower? raging demon oh, shower. Oh, the demon shower. That's, that's crazy, man. Or like when Nobi has the, the shower on Dragon Ball. When does. he has it, he's like, what? Oh man, it's sick. I think that's great. Like you don't get that. You don't get that kind of customization from other games. It'd be anymore. nice if it still said the character name. On yeah. Uh-huh. Like, so that's that's okay, yeah. console console version. It'll be easier. Dude, but. I even get like I was playing streaming Street Fighter and like Alex showed up in some costume. I was like, what the hell character? I'm not a fan of the costumes, but I definitely love the. Game, yeah, so. I just I like the personalization aspect yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah. That's important to me too. My number one game of the year, mm-hmm. Killer Instinct Season Three. Okay, that is my game of the year. It's actually ha- it's in a tie. I'll get to what it's tied with in a second. Killer Instinct these, was these new, these new ones. Oh, so these new, new kids. Rules here uh, no, but yeah, Killer Instinct uh, Season Three game of the year. They released it's super cheap to get the whole game. They had it like forty dollars. You get all the characters. It's over twenty characters, uh, including all the guests and everything like that. 
Uh, I mean, it's out, it's available on PC, it runs like a dream. Netcode is 10 out of 10. By far, no other fighting game besides maybe Schoolgirls and MK have even comparable netcode now. Yeah. Like before, and MK had to fix theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still think it has the best too. Schoolgirls is awesome. Yeah. The game is out of control good. Uh, I'm super happy with it. They just announced today, Kilgore came out, and they have a new, all the, like half the money that you spend on Kilgore goes to tournament Win tournament prize pool That's for so 27 capless yeah yes. with no cap capless. no cap it yeah. could be as much money yep. as you want yeah so if you you they can said, buy Kilgore 17 times in 17 different accounts and they'll all go they well Keith, go. Keith's in there in their little stream mentioned that there are 6 million people who have KI accounts yes and uh, <laughs> that if they all bought it then that that would end up with 30 million dollars for the for the tour. Yep. Holy crap. But that's I mean, what you have to think. You know, KI is it might like, not be likely, but like no. still, that's a possibility. <laughs> KI is, is like in the top five most downloaded games on Xbox right. One. Like it's like one of their yeah. most popular things. It's For a sure. super awesome game, really easy to get into. In-game tutorial is fantastic. Uh, you know, the game feels awesome online. It's it's hard to say enough good things about it. They're adding costumes finally. That was a big complaint people had about cosmetics. Like the game is fantastic. Uh, it's available on PC mm -hmm. now. It's... It's too good. This thing is is such an amazing game, and I played it today for the first time in a while, and I was like, man, the netcode is amazing. Yeah, so it's it so feels good so sure. good to play online and actually have good connections sure. and not feel upset about stuff. Somebody jumped at me, and I uppercut them, and I was like, you can see it, right? What? <laughs> like, I'm like, what just happened? I just uppercut you from downtown? I'm throwing right. low tiger shots and high tiger shots and with... Kilgore? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh man, it's too good. Uh, the thing it was tied with was not Street Fighter V. Uh -huh. That was that was going to be my number one choice, right. but I was like, I should actually give it to a game. Yeah. Right. So that was going to be my number one, and I was going to just have KI and whatever, but I was like, oh, I'll just give it to KI. Right. Yeah, my, my number three being that part of Street Fighter V, that right. whatever. Um, I, I wanted to make that joke. <laughs> that was why I did. Yeah. yeah. But I, it really should have gone to KI. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm, uh, your number one was second also, right? No, my, my number, number two, two was second. second. Oh, so oh, yeah. Yeah. Number, one is, number, number one is Guilty Gear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, it's the only game that nobody complains about. Like, yeah. Everybody, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, if you think about all the major games, there's something wrong with it. Right. Like, everybody... Uh -huh. Whether it's uh, that the game is bad or the or the game outside of the gameplay is bad, or maybe you don't like how it looks, or maybe you think it's boring, or maybe you think it gets patched too often, or whatever, like nobody has bad things to say about Revelator. Damn, and that's true. I don't really play it, but like hats off to them for that. You know, I'm I'm really impressed. It's beautiful to watch. I love watching it. The reason I don't play it is that I respect. This is really true. I respect it too much to think that I can half-ass it. It looks like the kind of game that I'd really have to like spend a lot of time yeah. to play, right. sort of like be competent at, and I'd rather play like lots of games than like focus in on the one. But yeah. you know, um, you know, the game itself looks, it's great. You know what's crazy? This is just like small talk, <coughs> I don't know what it adds to what you just said. So I played uh, Nage at Evo in my pool, oh, right? right? Uh, uh. Now he beat me, but one of the things I noticed that I didn't find out why they did it was the fact that they play on, oh, yeah. uh, they play at a slower speed. They, they so they put go, their input they lag, put the input lag higher, like, yeah. higher. And I didn't know until I went to Japan and I started playing in arcades that it's definitely slower in arcades. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they were conscious enough to say, well, we know that this is a thing. And it's been a thing since like the PS2 era where it's like the game oh, yeah. is always faster on console. The fact that they thought about that as well as like all those other things with the tutorials right. and whatnot, like that says a lot to me. So yeah. like, yeah. I they just care. To them. They care. So. It's clear. All right. All righty. Okay, so uh, take a break time then, and then when we yeah, come let's back, take a break. 
we'll go to the next category, which is store. No, actually, which is event, non-evil event of the year, I should say. There so, you go. Okay, we'll be right back, guys. We'll be right back. I'm just going to sit here and watch this for a while, dude. What? I'm just going to watch these finger the guns hands. for a while. Oh, the finger guns? Oh, the raining bullets? Boom. Boom. I love that when you were doing the uh, JRPG, when we were fighting the final boss. You yeah, had the finger guns. Yeah. <laughs> I had the whip. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. That was, pretty, that was pretty good. He looks so... Look at him. <laughs> Oh, man, bad breath. Everybody's going to get sick. Doom cast. I'm going home and taking Airborne. Gross. Hello, welcome back to Ultra Chen TV and our 2016 year in review. Uh, we've gone through player of the year, match of the year, and fighting game of the year. What's next? Uh, next is going to be storyline of the year. Well, I thought it was event of the year. Oh, you're right. supposed to be event yeah, of the sorry, year. Sorry, you're right. It is event of the year. Now, every year we make the stipulation that we do not include Evo in this list. Yeah. It is Fair enough. non-Evo uh, event Fair of the year enough. because Evo is typically the, the biggest event for all of fighting game community. So right. we're going to talk about our non-Evo event of the year. Mm -hmm. And um, so this one, I largely uh, looked at it from a personal standpoint. Right. So uh, third place for me was actually Red Bull Kumite. Oh, okay. Because oh. I got to go to France. For right? sure. That's I mean, fair. it for was sure. it was such it was so cool, and and the fact that I got to go to France, you know, it was just one, like man. yeah, it was yeah. it was just such a great experience. I'm very grateful for Red Bull for having you know flown us out there for that. And it was just, it was our also the first time that we really started getting into this whole Red Bull production kind of thing. And mm. it was really interesting and educational from that That's standpoint. True. But yeah, I got, we got to go to Paris. So I yeah. also got to see the Eiffel Tower. So like, that's number three. That's pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say number three event of the year for me, Red Bull Battlegrounds. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, it's different because... Uh, I feel like this is one of the first instances, at least in my case, mm. where uh, I felt like when it came to community involvement, like, there was nothing bigger. Like, not even Evos. Even if we included it, I feel like this would be one of the biggest because we had so much variety of... First off, the player, like, variety was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was first and foremost. Um, to the event itself was set up to be very, like, set around, like, the friendly, everybody come hang out look how this is done tone of the FGC. I feel like there was no changes other than adding to right. So it was yeah, like, it was very community we had the FGC sure. and it was like all everybody who's ever ran an event in the FGC yeah. was there. And then it was just like, <laughs> Like everybody just... who's ever commentated was there. Exactly. Yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> 15 commentators. If you remove yeah, that, awesome, they yeah. still had the VIP area. And I was like, oh, that's so sick to me that, that they actually allowed that. So it's like that, and it's competition. It's the, the actual, the venue, the thing itself, as well as like, you said earlier the the variety of commentary that was there. Like yeah. I felt like that was one of the most diverse events when it come when it came to production, as well as making right. it a scene heavy event than almost any. I, I gotta tell you, I I strongly considered <coughs> putting that in, but uh, decided not to because I thought that like the placement of seeds was absurd, like Knuckle Dew versus. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole qualification process was like so right. uh, I didn't uh, even it was like too silly to even learn from me uh, so I decided not to because of those two things but the actual like event otherwise I thought it was fantastic okay. Rebel Battlegrounds also my third okay. for the same kind of reasons I thought it was a really fun event to be at uh, they brought out like everyone 
Like in terms yeah, of production great. and commentary and stuff like that, it was really cool. Right. Uh, there was different tons of matches. Represented. Yeah, yeah, there were so many different people there. Uh, it was a lot of fun for us to do. I think uh, I really enjoyed it. It's also a place I really like. Like Seattle's super oh, fun yeah, to visit. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I like Seattle a lot. Uh, so to me, I thought that that was the number three uh, event for me. I just thought it was like an event that I was looking forward to doing, and then when I went and did it, I had a ton of fun. Okay. And so like to me, that's that's what I'm looking for in an event. Super fun. Everybody that was there that I wanted to hang out with. Uh, the reveal at the end was awesome. The match was really good. Knuckle Dew winning at the end was was yeah, great. Like yeah. when I think about that event, I'm always Knuckle Dew's parents. Were I'm always happy about it. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It was such a cool event. Um, Wait, when all weren't all the matches streamed or something crazy like that? For yeah, they were because they were streamed on. You uh, and I remember uh, had that five hour block of commentary. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a good time. I didn't really mind it too and then much. Then they did <laughs> yeah. the last two hours. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Weirdly done, but all right. Yeah. Uh, my third was also Red Bull Kumite. Yeah. Kumite. Oh, yeah. okay. It was okay, like nice. one of those, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, going to France was great. But um, uh, on top of that, I, I thought that uh, it was like a nice blending of the esports and the community stuff. Mm-hmm. So like day one was an open tournament. Anybody could enter. It was run by, <coughs> I think, the people who do um, Stunfest. Oh, okay. <coughs> if I recall correctly. Uh, but in any case, they were people who like have long-time FGC organizers. Um, and they ran a really great tournament. Like it was really run well. They had a lot of good players there. And then you got to the esports side afterward. Once you had like the whole top sixteen nailed down. Yeah. And that too was like really super well done. I thought that the production of it was awesome. And they again got different people to commentate and to and to rep it, which I thought was great. It's, I think both the events, both Red Bull events that we <coughs> talked about, are pretty similar in that regard. Yeah, for sure. Perfect blend of esportiness and yeah. non esportiness. And, and funny enough, uh, not just because they flew me out to France, but my number two is the Red Bull. Actually, Proving Grounds. Oh. I'm going to say the Proving Grounds because I really liked what it did. Yeah. I really liked what it did. You mean like the whole Proving Grounds, right? Well, that one event that was taking place oh, okay. in Santa Monica because the cool thing about it was uh, we had the three players from all the different areas and one from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was really cool because we got to see a lot of players that we normally didn't get to see. Yep, that's you true. Know? And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of cheating here because I know that they want to expand it next year. They even advertised yeah. it just recently on the ESPN broadcast of right. the Capcom Cup that they're doing more and more cities. So to me, I just really like what that's doing. It's giving other communities a chance to shine because right. the hardest thing, and obviously this is very Street Fighter Five centric so far, but like the, the, the thing that um, is cool to me is that there are so many scenes all over the place. There's so many good players, and it's always just been SoCal, NorCal, New York, SoCal, that's NorCal, true. New York, a little <laughs> bit of Midwest here and there, but to, that we actually got all these different uh, scenes, and hopefully it will be expanded next year. I, I yeah. just really liked what it was able to show and able to showcase, uh, give these players a chance to shine. That's true. That's true. Steven Boy. Oh, okay. So, I have a two-way tie. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but, but, wait, wait. Look, look. And now, the thing is, they're in the same game, to be 100% fair. Okay. So, my two-way tie for second place is last chance quals for Tekken, uh-huh. as well as the Asia finals for Tekken. Okay. Um, only because, like, I've never seen or I've been in a tournament that lasted 15 hours like yeah. in one it, like that's not a real thing on top of that it was just the fact that First it was so much up. on the line for them to get this that was their last shot to, shot to make it out 
that's one thing. But the the Asia Finals, looking at them, it was held in Bandai Namco's building. So you had a floor of nothing but Tekken 7 arcades. Mm -hmm. And they had it set up between the junior division, they had the women's division, and then they had the main sect of it. And when I tell you, like... I got to go around and watch other people play, and for them to try to grind, it was like it was like a, a workhouse. People were in there going to town just to get through, and and they had a single limb up until top sixteen for all those turn for every tournament. That's so brutal. that was ridiculous. On top of that being built up to it, so yes, I have a two way tie for uh, Tekken Last Chance Quals yeah. and. Asia Finals for Tekken 7, Fader Retribution. Shoutouts to uh, one Richard Kuklinski here who has subscribed for 16 months in a row. Jesus. That's great. <coughs> Richard Kuklinski, let's go. Right. Is that any word as to when Tekken 7 is coming out in the States? Mark Man said that they're going to announce the date this month. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, so it's we, in January. That's all we got. So you're here this month. Uh, okay. Number two event of the year for me was CEO. Okay. My first time ever going to CEO mm-hmm. was this year. Uh, and, like, to me, there was, like, issues with, like, the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the heat in the place was out of control. Like, I was dying in there. Right. Uh, and, like, it was one of the... There's audio issues on the Rumble. But to me, I can't think of a FGC event that was not held in, like... Any FGC event, actually, a grassroots event, that was even close to the same kind of spectacle that CEO. Oh, so, like yeah. when I think like about Kenny CEO, Omega and Xavier Woods not and... even just that, like the intros for like the, oh, the yeah, finals yeah. and the ring oh, and like all that kind of stuff. When I think of like, I can't think of an event that was a bitter, a bigger spectacle okay. to just watch as a spectator. Right. Like it was crazy, right? Like it was such a wild event to, to just be there and see. Uh, it was actually crazy. So yeah, to me, CEO is my first time ever being there. There were some issues with stuff, but like, I just think that Non like Mandalay Bay or like super mm-hmm. crazy arena, I can't think of anything that gets even that close in terms of like spectacle and the players that are there. There's yeah. su- there's always such a crazy talent. So yeah, entertainment factor kind of thing. Right? Yeah, so. it's it's such a, a unique event to be. And I'm not even a wrestling fan, but when people are getting in that ring and like they're doing their intros and stuff, right. I'm like, all right, this is pretty sick. Yeah, I don't care about wrestling either, but uh, that was also my number two. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, um, I think. That's been in my top two for the last three years. <laughs> right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and <clears throat> I did feel like there were some issues with it com- this year compared to previous years, as you, yeah. as you mentioned. But uh, still, even even with that, uh, I felt that the the pros like very strongly outweighed the whatever negatives yeah. there were. Um, yeah, like I, I don't care about wrestling, but they asked me to commentate like wrestler versus wrestler. In yeah, Five. <laughs> you did a good job. I was like, okay, uh, you yeah. sounded like an old timey boxer. You did. On there. I was you like, did. I was like Jiminy Crickets, man. We've got a match here. <laughs> and this one, I was like, oh man, he's doing a great job. I, was I thought listening. it was really fun. Man. Yeah. It was really funny to do because like Mike doesn't either. You yeah, know, like, right. Me and Mike Ross anyway. He did a good job too. Yeah, yeah, I thought it went really well. Uh, that was really fun. And there's always like the pool party, and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. there's people I get to see there that are nice. Yeah, CEO was CEO was pretty good. Yeah. I would say if not five, it was probably six on my list. No, okay. no, that's, that's been, it. was tied for it was tied for fourth. Yeah. Yeah. With, with four there other events, with four there other events. Right? All right, so number one event of the year. So number one event of the year. Oh, I'm pretty sure we all got the same one. We all got the same one. Oh, James, Mr. Contra. Shoutouts to the Hado. Combo Breaker was an amazing event. I love the event as much as possible. But I have to give my favorite event was Canada Cup. This oh, year, really? Canada oh. Cup this year because I'm biased and ST. Okay, And yeah. they had the three guests from Japan 
I got to commentate That's the top right. eight of that. That was sick. The team tournament was sick. That was also the event where Knuckle Dew won the That's first right. time, and okay. it was super hype. That was where Phenom dunked Daigo five times mm-hmm. in a row. It was just super cool to me, and I even got to do commentary for Vampire Savior as well. Although That's I did right. do com, I did do commentary at Combo Breaker. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, I did <laughs> I'm pretty do sure they had Beast on the big well. screen. <laughs> but ST was super special to me, and look. I, I tell everybody that if it's not Evo, the event that you have to go to is Combo Breaker. Okay. Because that is the, the most special. That is pretty much like the most special event outside of that. But yeah. again, like I said, this is kind of on a personal slant for me. And just being able to do that ST and going nuts when like freaking... Uh, sorry, uh... Shoot, I can't get the name right now. The the Kusumundo mm-hmm. uh, did that roundhouse, and it looked like he went oh, through yeah. the fireball. Through the, through the like fireball. everyone went yeah. nuts. Yeah, like that was just too much fun. I had a lot of fun up there, and then of course, uh, Lapchi just knows how to throw a party and everything like that. So I had a really good time there. So us three, everybody else did yeah, combo breaker. Exactly. <laughs> All exactly. three of us have combo breaker. <laughs> no question there. Yeah, combo yeah. breaker has the yeah. best event. Like I thought. I thought that was like clearly the number one. Yeah, like, it's, it's, like it's, I'm it sorry. Like, like, like I didn't need to have a second so, or third place. It was yeah, like here's right, right. Combo Breaker. So yeah. when you guys said CEO, <laughs> like you guys said CEO, and I was just like, if this was last year for me, I would have said CEO free. Mm-hmm. So CEO actually probably would have been my number one because one that was my first one, and then on top of that, just like you said, the spectacle as well as just being there and watching. It's it's such a good time, right, right. but like. When I put any tournament, and that goes for any tournament, when I compare it to Combo Breaker, Combo Breaker like actually changed my right. life. Like that, the everything about that tournament was sick. The yeah. even if I was not commentating top eight with Sage Jam, that the way that That's was right. set up, like that was ridiculous. Not that doesn't even include the competition for it not to be a ranking event. And you had some of the best it competition. Was it, wasn't it, wasn't it wasn't a premiere. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, like that's. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Then you had a 24-hour venue for maximum practice. Oh, so sick. It, the, everything about that like, tournament it, was it, sick. It, that was not a bad thing about gave, that gave, tournament. Gave love to VSAP being on the big screen. Skullgirls was up there. Right. Like every game had main stage, like had stage mm-hmm. finals because there's five stages. Yeah, uh, I thought that the MK was super sick. Oh yeah, yeah it was so like good. all like all the games. Every tournament every was, was good. Really it was good. sick. Yeah, Even the team <laughs> tournaments were really sick. I am incredibly biased for Combo Breaker. The, the Ditto like because I just everything about 24-hour venue I love. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I ate way too much deep dish pizza which I love. It was an event where for the first time ever I got Street Fighter Five finals at a super big event and Killer Instinct finals, so I got oh, KI right. and yeah. Street Fighter Top 8. Which has never happened at another big event ever. I've never gotten both of those, so I couldn't be happier about the event. Yeah. Just on a personal level. For sure. So to me, that was like yeah. anything I would want in a in a tournament. Combo Breaker has it, and there's yeah. no reason for me to ever miss it. Also, I get to hang out with my great aunt Isabella, who lives in Chicago. Oh, so I, I always look forward to going aunt to Chicago. Yeah, you get to you get to hang out with the family. Aunt Izzy. Right. Oh <laughs> man, Aunt Izzy. Oh man. Yeah. She's uh, 90, 94. Damn. Oh, Maybe yeah. She is hanging in there. That's what I like is. to see, that's, man. That's why it's important to me to always go to whatever yeah, the Chicago okay, tournament is. Okay, I've been going to okay. UFGT and now Combo Breaker for probably like six years. Mm-hmm. And it started in large part because I like wanted to go to Chicago. And they were like, hey, you want to come to the thing? And I was like, sure, let's all do both of these. Right. And yeah. now, because of that, my family, like my parents had been going anyway, but they went like at sporadic times during the year. Now we like make it a specific thing to like have the family go mm-hmm. to Chicago that weekend because I'm going to be there anyway. Yeah. So, like, my brothers go, other cousins go from, like, New York and wherever, and now we all meet up in Chicago. 
uh, because of the Chicago majors right, being right. that. Dude, so Lupe Fiasco was there. <laughs> I met right, my right. new extended family. I got to talk, family. I got to talk on him. Oh, yeah. In top eight, I was like, <laughs> about how Midwest was free. Yeah, that's that was true. pretty good. Oh, man, Mikey Rocks was there. Like, everything about They that delivered us sick. Giordano's while we are on commentary for top got eight. Got pizza on commentary. Which Yipes immediately stole. Dude, I, I mean, like, it, yeah. is it, like, you can't even eat that many slices. So no, it's like, that is dangerous. It's like, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, slice. it's dangerous. Do not slice, eat you know? yeah, that much Giordano. It's not like Dude, that. It's not like that weak New York stuff. Everyone says the same thing. Like, when matter. they said, like, James, James. All sorts of floppy ears James, coming in your mouth. you're only going to eat, like, two slices. And yeah, like, two slices is my man. How is that even possible Yeah, like, you look at the order and you're like, okay, a small or a medium. or Yeah, I typically eat, like, this many slices. or maybe a medium. Right. No, you need the extra small for just yourself. Yeah, you need the extra small for yourself. So. Yeah, I had to warn Jeremy about that when we went to get deep dish here. I was like, you got, I got a two-slice limit. Right, right. Even if I'm super hungry and I can't eat the third slice, it's not good for your body. You hit a limit. You definitely only need, like, four people who definitely can eat one large deep dish right? pizza. Yeah. Like, that's all you need. Like, I've never even ordered a large. <laughs> I've been to dinner with my family in Chicago at Giordano's, and I think we ordered a medium. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Comic Breaker is three of our events anyway, for yep, a reason. Yep. All right. All right. What do we got next? Story of the year. Story, story of the year. Of the this year. could be any kind of interesting storyline that you thought was particularly remarkable, right. having to do with anything. So okay. my In number FPCs. three story was Knuckle Dew winning Capcom Cup. Okay. Basically, being one of the first times that a U.S. player was able to accomplish something to that extent at an Evo or a Capcom Cup. Again, you know, going back to what I had talked about earlier, just what I know that he went through during the year and everything like that, and I just thought <coughs> it was a great overall story of what happened with his life, and I just think it's super significant as well. It's also really telling, though, to show what happens when you release a game not in Japan first, and uh, not, I mean, obviously they were hurt, actually, because there's no arcade release for the right. game. So, you know, to have Knuckle Dew come and win that, I thought was one, was the third biggest story of the year. Okay. okay. Stevie Boy. Um, I would say um, just Knuckle Dew's performance is the story. So okay. kind of yeah. the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, just the fact that, like, and this is going strictly off of, like, him as a person like if you can chronicle the year of 2016 for knuckle dude like there's ups and downs uh, there's tears there's triumph like there's everything <laughs> and then there's video games yeah. like, <laughs> like and i'm like wow this is godlike like i want right. to read this in a book so like right, right. um number three 100 percent without a shadow of a doubt definitely like knuckle dude's 2016 like okay. campaign you know mm -hmm. okay my number three is L.I. Joe Top 80 Evo, okay. mm -hmm. which is a Good super, one. yeah, super big story. Uh, I can't even believe this is number three. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's such a big thing right, to happen, right. and it was such an awesome moment uh, for USFGC in general, and just like L.I. Joe, that was such a sick thing. His dad was there, mm -hmm. like yeah, Mandalay Bay. Story. It was such a crazy story just to, right. to see it. Like, it's... It was like a movie. It was like so made right. up, right? It was right. like there's no way that I could actually like, like, like always been a good player, yeah. but like dominated evil. All of a sudden, uh, like you wouldn't have predicted like, it. But people it, probably weren't even expecting him to win mm, one game in top eight. Like yeah. they were just figuring he would go one and Buster done. Out, and right? Still able to. Yeah, it was one of those things where like if I saw it in a movie, I'd be like, ah, oh, so, yeah, of course, of course he makes top eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it was like, shows up. Yeah, like you guys can do it. Like his dad is there. Like I'd be like, man, it's such a cliche movie. Yeah, like it's like, oh, but yeah, you 
you'd, you'd still be into it. Yeah, you'd yeah. still get you. Against impossible odds. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. In a the <laughs> There's seven foreign players, all of them amazingly better than you, Joe. He's like climbing up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. For America. <laughs> da, 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 like. Jason yeah. Statham. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> Long Island Joe. <coughs> okay. Uh, my, my three are all kind of related. The first the first one is uh, is just how terrible Street Fighter V's launch was. Oh. Um, I think that's I think that's a major story because it could have been so obviously gigantic. Right? Right. It could have been, all three of your so stories is going to be about how Street Fighter V sucks. Like building off of it. Sort of, right, yeah. okay. This okay, is like okay. the this is like the trunk, and then we'll have some branches. Okay, 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 uh, okay. But but yeah, the the trunk is is just how terrible it was. It's like unprecedented. I feel. For like something to have in the FGC to have that right. level of uh, expectation, and then to just take the dump that it took was like insane to me. David I couldn't believe it. So right. good, he was like, yeah. "Yo, man, it's Street Fighter. We expect you felt. I felt like you were giving a review of an employee after a thirty day. You're like, look." I expected you to come in here and be doing all kinds of amazing things for me. But then you got Guilty Gear sitting right there, and he just hasn't been late the entire time. Exactly. What are you doing, Street Fighter exactly. 5? Yeah, Street Fighter 5. I expected more. It's a hard-headed Street, Street Fighter 5. Street Fighter 5, played by Jason. <laughs> no good employee. Yeah, I, it's just, it's, it, was so, it was so disappointing compared to what it could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's, you know, Capcom's, like, release before that this most recent release was cross Tekken, and then you had to think like okay they learned from the mistakes of cross Tekken, right and then they, they do it this, went so. worse it was worse <laughs> yeah so that's, I feel like that's one of the big stories yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, my number two unfortunately is an ongoing story and the only reason why I have it here is because it just never seems to go away but it really is the Smash versus FGC. Mm. So oh, this is just a story that just people keep talking about. And, like, despite all my efforts to, like, be like, dude, we can all get along. We can all be friends. We can... I just don't feel like it's going to happen. Like, Aww. I feel like the separation is coming because, like, I just... Like, the people's attitudes are... And, and it's getting exacerbated by the things that people yeah, say. Yeah. People are like, you know, Smash sucks, whatever, but it's a party game, blah, blah. And then you have Smash people like, we don't, they don't care. Like, we built the FGC, you know, kind of thing. And it's yeah. just like, stop. Like, come on. Like, we can do this. We can get along. I want it to work. And I'm trying so hard to make sure, like, to do what I can to help that. It's not happening. And this story won't go away. It just keeps happening so people are now they said evo announcements coming on january 24th so people are like we don't need two smashes we don't need any smash and then smash people are like dude you know evo's nothing right we don't care about evo and it's just like totally not true come on yeah exactly and i was just like come on guys we can we can do this we can get along but again there's no way to close the story because it's still going right now it's just it's it's just a problem this month in uh, genesis street fighter is there for the first uh time and it was a thousand dollar pop bonus right so it's like, it's not going anywhere. All right. What do you got, Stevie? I would say the L.I. Joe uh, Evo. Uh, yeah, okay. Good one. Like, Good one. I feel like, uh, like it did so much for... <coughs> oh, gross. He's leaving? He's bending over the toilet. You guys can't hear or see it, but he's vomiting. Oh, yeah. All the way You have to clean it up. You're going to have to repave your entire tiles in there. I'm not going to do that after this. Anyways, yeah. L.I. Joe. L.I. Joe, man, like, has nothing to do with the gameplay, but I don't feel like video fighting games have been propelled 
to a point where it's been a region specific mm-hmm. thing. Not not yet, especially for something like fighting games. This is like more of a Rocky story. Mm-hmm. Watching L.I. Joe like climb from a 5,000 man bracket right. up to uh, the top eight and be the sole American. Right. The, yeah. the, man, I just, I saw him come out to the ring and it was just like when Apollo Creed came out and like Rocky won, dude, and he was like super hype and I was just like, yeah, man. This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know I cared that much until Joe came out. Somebody and I was mentioned like, this, by the way. Uh, like, David should have Skyped in. Yeah, probably. Should have Skyped in, bro. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But we also wanted to, like, hang out after. Yeah, yeah. we haven't seen each other in a while. So. Oh, good. All right, we got a little. You cool? We got a, Did you wash you your hands? Yeah, I definitely okay, do. Okay, okay. All right, I, I hope so. And, yeah, anyway, it's okay. all fine. But yeah, like, just the fact that it was L.I. Joe. <laughs> right bringing his way all the way back out, being the sole representative of the United States, kind of setting the tone for what could happen if a big tournament was won by an American player, which right. was foreshadowed because Knuckle do won Capcom right. Cup. Yeah. It was just like, that was a story that needed to happen in fighting games because yeah. we don't have anything like that, especially coming from a year it was you know considered dry when it came mm-hmm. to a bunch of the storylines. So, yeah, that's my number two. My number two is Sonic Fox being ridiculous. Okay. I think uh, there was like this weird period of the year where Sonic Fox was like he was unbeatable for a while and then he took that break and then he kind of stopped playing as much uh, and everybody was kind of like oh man like what's this guy on about uh, we're like worried about like whether he can continue winning boom he wins ESL he wins Evo he is just like ridiculously talented man you guys are just <laughs> David is gross he almost died so yeah and then uh, just you know with Sonic Fox in general with Injustice 2 on the horizon it's going to be really interesting to see if that's the game where people will beat him uh, yeah I think to me just his complete not, yeah you're right but complete and utter dominance uh, was really impressive all year the only shock that happens I feel is if uh, people from other scenes come in like if Chris G plays Injustice super seriously again or yeah. like whatever like somebody else yeah uh like, if some other player decides that, okay, I'm really going to take it serious, then totally could happen. But, you should just um, change his name to E. Chris G. Yeah. E. Chris Ooh, G. E. Chris G. Yeah, there you go. All right, what's my number two here? Let me check the notes. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, on, on an upside sort of branch from Street Fighter V's launch was terrible, um, it doesn't matter if the game that is the biggest one sucks. The community keeps it going. And so I felt it was like a, I felt it was like a good lesson that uh, even if a game bombs... Uh, in many respects, the community will be fine, mm-hmm. right? So, like, Street Fighter V's launch could have been gigantic and could have made the FGC much bigger. It didn't, like, live up to that hype, but it's still, because of the community, has this uh, big presence. Sure. And uh, we've still had bigger tournaments than ever before, and there's more, you know, <coughs> money in it than ever before. People are traveling, people are watching more than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think, a really good thing to focus on, that we... It's been great, even though the game was not great. I mean, even even though this is Street Fighter V related, someone tweeted out that Knuckle do one more money than uh, Nunez did for beating Ronda Rousey. Yeah. What? Is that, is that Ronda serious? Rousey, yeah. so Nunez got $200,000. Is that so? Knuckle yeah. do got 238 Right. Yeah. Also, uh, someone did the wow. math that Knuckle do per set at Capcom Cup made $38,000. <laughs> So per set of Street Fighter V, he, he played, he made 38000 right. That's hellas, dude. That is that's hellas. ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, that's okay. quite a bit of money. My number one storyline, 
uh, kind of right along there with David is is Street Fighter V's disastrous launch. Yeah. Because it could have been just the the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Like I even look so related to L.I. Joe, both okay. L.I. Joe and I, like before it came out, we're like, this could change everything. Like Street Fighter V is gonna be so important. Oh, and then it came out and it was like, what in the like what where's the arcade mode? Like why 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 do we have to give thumbs up? Why is the button config erase buttons when we touch <laughs> yeah, when right. we touch this you know, things like I was just like, what is going on? And and again, like David said, the gameplay is fine. Mm -hmm. But you just can't deny that had the game come out, like let's say it came out with the story mode, with an arcade mode, with all these things that was in Guilty Gear, Exert Revelator, right? And I granted Revelator is a second version and it had an arcade release before that. So it had a lot of time to get to that point, but Street Fighter V, I just it just came out too early or something like yeah. that. Look, it's and been like, out for almost a year now, and few of the problems have been addressed. Right, yeah. and and had that game come out with everything that people would have expected out of the game, <laughs> like yeah, also <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot, Dude, <laughs> you're an idiot. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> you get hooked right in the gabber, mate. That's what's coming. Throw your but, damn uh, hand in a toaster had or whatever. The, had, the game, <laughs> had the game come out the way that we thought it would have you come out, mate? and I still will say this right now. I will say this. If they added an arcade mode, 100% they would sell more copies right now. Well, of course. Because everybody that I talked to was like, I wouldn't, I don't buy it because there's no arcade mode. Do you feel like so that would make a people, difference now? Oh, do you oh feel yeah. Like, do you oh, feel like yeah. now that would make it such a... Thing. They'd probably screw it up somehow. I, well, I don't well, know what okay. would happen. You'd, like, you'd beat to... the final boss and it would like break your PS4 right. or something. I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's too Capcom. late. It's too know. late for them to get to the point where what could have been. Yeah. But yeah. I still don't think it's too late to add an arcade. Oh, mode, definitely right? not. So arcade they're gonna add an arcade mode. I'm giving you guys a lot of credit. They're gonna add an arcade mode. David, don't you do it? That's why you're sick. I believe the Capcom <laughs> yeah, will. <laughs> So I want that to happen. I feel well, like that's gonna happen. I'm just telling you, uh, like that to me is the biggest story because all we're gonna think of 2016 is what could have been, yeah. what could it have been, or maybe it would have been better if we had just given Ultra another year. Oh, but man, don't then, say that. That's gross, man. Right. <laughs> is that worst case scenario? That is worse. That is like the doomsday yeah, button. Like no, you, no, you're gonna say anything right. as like, look, yeah, dude. Let's not let's not even talk about the root kit thing that yeah. just that happened. Yeah, somebody right. earlier said that it was uh, <laughs> the best root kit of 2016. <laughs> I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> a bunch of morons. Yeah. yeah. So. But anyway, I was out of town when that happened. Root kit in it. Oh my god! Number one story it. for you. Number one story. Mine isn't up. Uh, I chose to do the opposite of some of my fellow casters here. Uh, I wanted to make sure I pointed out like, the beauty of what happened this year. Okay. One of okay. those things, and it evolved. It made me happy. Is everything that led up to the release of Marvel vs. Capcom for Infinite or, and Marvel vs. Right. Capcom? Oh, okay. Okay. Now the thing okay. is, it would be different if it was only a fighting game for me personally. But like for me, this is like an amalgamation of one of the best things in the world for me. I got comics, I got video games, put them together, fighting games. Like I'm in heaven. But that not only includes just the fighting game part of it, because the fact is, is like. 
People were going to play this game regardless. They right. just wanted it to happen. People didn't know the game was going to happen. There right. was They signed uh, one of the... What are these things called? The, NDAs? The, no, not an NDA. The the list where you want it to happen. In the Wish list? Petition. 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 There oh, you go. Yeah. It sounded like a petition just to make sure this game was even possible. So much so people cared that... The college education form. <laughs> I mean, the only... The, honestly, the Jones. only bad thing about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite coming out is that next year when it comes out, Say Jam will have been killed by Tasty Steve on commentary because they'll be sitting next to each other. Yeah, something's gonna happen. and Steve's gonna go, "Oh my God, did you?" And then He's the newspaper tomorrow, it's just my gonna neck be like, will be snapped. Steve was Steve has Tasty Steve has killed Say Jam I mean, from a moment man. of hype, you know. But think about it though. If you take everything, and that doesn't even like I said, if you remove video games from it, this kind of goes into whole legal what characters are going to be in there then the speculation for the characters start to be in there then you're like well how do you know what characters are going to be in there well Marvel cares about money so now you got to look at the movies <laughs> year, to see year, what's yeah. going to happen in a game that's not even out yet right. you know what I mean and that helps it kind of all ties in together so yeah. I feel like as far as a game being all encompassing of something that I actually care about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is that story. Mm. The fact that it was actually announced this year. Right. The fact that, like, god. it's gonna be so much. Oh my god, I'm so... I've been reading so many comics over the past, like, two months. <laughs> you guys don't even know. I've been eating comics. Like, I couldn't read it fast enough, so I was reading one and eating the other one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I have to know what's yeah. happening because yeah. of any of these characters. Dude, eat, wait, sidebar, right? So, like, I made my, my list, my pretend list of characters that would be... In Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah. And they were... I didn't realize. So I was like, this is the most hipster Marvel vs. Capcom character. So I was like, no, it's not. Everybody knows who Dazzler is. And some dude was like, what the... is a Dazzler. And I'm like, okay, these guys... I guess this is pretty hipsterish. But one of the characters, his name is Sakar, right? Sakar... For you guys who don't know. This is what know. it's like to travel with Steve, yeah. by the way. Sakar <laughs> is the son, one of the sons of the Hulk. And I, I put him on the list. I'm like, I think he's going to be in this game. They're like, but nobody even knows who he is. And this is that and other. And maybe like a week later, like they like some headline was released. They was like, Sakar might be in the new Thor movie. And I'm like, oh, bam, that's sick. The fact that that ties directly to the, oh, man, that's so sick for me. You know, you, just for the safety of everybody else, you might consider like not working out for a while. <laughs> just so that when you ultimately, you know, I, I'm not going to do it. But when you, when you do one of these on somebody else, which you're definitely going to do. Just thinking about it, so you don't kill him. I can't him. wait to do commentary <laughs> with Steve in this game. Oh, oh man, yeah. it's gonna be wild. I fear for my safety, but I also fear for the safety of the people listening at home. Man, I'm it's gonna just be saying. sick. Well, like I said, I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom. Just pronounce Scar. Well, a lot of people don't know who it is if I say Scar because it's just Scar. Nobody. So I say Sakar because it's spelled S A K A R. Yeah. So. Yeah, my number one story of the year. <laughs> I don't know if I to follow that up was Knuckle Dude. Okay. I think he had like the boring. biggest. Boring. Yeah, it's a, boring, <laughs> yeah, it's kidding, a kidding, super kidding. boring pick, but to me is the um, is the best story of the year. Oh, yeah. I think sure, for, for sure. sure. The the point at where he started at compared to where he ended the year was just wild. Oh, like it was oh. such a crazy year for that guy. It's like the first time that anybody from America has like won an event like this in modern Street Fighter. Like it's such a crazy victory for him to have uh it's i still can't believe it happened like no american won sbo or yeah anything big like that uh so to me it was just it was such a crazy moment to watch him win capcom cup after like the year that guy's had and not only that to be an all-american 
grand finals is yeah. the wildest yeah. thing. Yeah. It's true. These two nerds also didn't believe in America, by the way. I hella believed in America. Oh, you mean when you when we made the predictions? Because you didn't want to make the, the same, same exact list of predictions. That I hella believed in America. Literally, that we were all going to have the same three. And then he changed it at the last minute because he didn't want it to be. I born. believed in America the whole time. My, my veins are red, know, white, man. and blue. We mm-hmm. reminded people about freedom, all right? That's all this I'm saying. This is true. I had picked Knuckle Dude to win from like the week before. I don't remember any of that. None of that ever happened. <laughs> the sickness but I will say this head. though. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. About I want to come back. About, uh, what about him? Or like, or you don't want to talk about okay, this right okay. now. We, are, we can't talk about that now. But what I will say in my picks. To win certain matches in Capcom Cup, I believe I was the only one, the sole believer that K. Brad would beat Daigo. I had K. Brad beating Daigo. No, you did. I had K. Brad. I want to see it. I'm a, I'm doubling back and looking at it. Oh no, no, I'm taking the tapes. I'm taking the tapes. No, 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 no. No, you're right. I had Daigo. Because I said. Yeah, I definitely. They thought they thought I was crazy again. I, that was one of the ones that I had trouble picking. I remember, and at the last second, I picked Daigo. Oh, like, you should have like gone with your heart, man. You got to stick to your gut. I did. Like Mr. Totally Mr. Clark told me back in my youngster days, he said, "Steve, you got to stick to your guns and believe." And I believed in K. Brad, and he pulled it up. People was walking, looking at me like I was crazy. I was going, "Oh, man. I didn't think you were." Crazy. I said, "I, I said infiltration would lose to Mongo." Uh, yeah, I thought that was reasonable. I thought the infiltration losing to the human bomb was reasonable. Yep. Anyway, What's your number one of the year? Street Fighter Five one. branch. <laughs> Street Fighter Five branch. Um, it clearly it in FGC it's Street Fighter Five and then everything else. And it doesn't matter what Street Fighter does. It can be a pile of crap and it's going to be the number one game. And that's not a good thing. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not good. Um, this is not like a yay Street Fighter thing. It's a, like <laughs> this is disappointing. Yeah. You know that um, the gameplay is fine, but uh, I like it. But the rest of the game is so bad, and meanwhile, you have games that are really like putting their heart into it, um, and they're not getting anywhere close to where Street Fighter Five is in terms of entries or viewer numbers or whatever, uh, and and that sucks. So that's something that we have to work on as a scene is being willing to move into other games and try other things out. <coughs> Maybe you never played, you know, one of the other games before, but there are there. I don't know if there's ever been a time where there are as many good fighting games simultaneously, as there are right now. It yeah. might be, like, the best ever. So um, you should be playing those other games if you have problems with Street Fighter Five, and I know many of us do. Uh, so if you're not doing that, that's something that you have to, like, fix. Yeah. And, like, I've noticed it in myself, too. Like, I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Five lately. Uh, I like, like I said, I like the game, but I also have these problems with it. And I was thinking to myself, like, why am I not putting as much time into MK as I used to, or into KI like I did when it was first launched uh, earlier this year, or last year? Um, why am I spending so much time on, on this game? Uh, and it's just because I feel like it's like momentum, I guess. Yeah. It's like it's like my just inertia of a fighting game career of like playing Street Fighter, so right. I'm still doing it. Um, and I don't want to give it up, but it shouldn't be the case that it's getting... 5k entries at Evo when the release was as bad as it was and mm. other games are not getting anything like that. Well, remember like a, that, lot of, that a lot of Street be like Fighter that. V's entries came before the game was Well, came okay, out. that's true. Don't but, forget, don't forget. So. Yeah, I don't even think it's the case of it having the money. I don't think that's no, why. As a product, Street Fighter V is definitely lacking. No like, matter I really how think it's inertia. It. I really think it's just like people are like, well, I've played Street Fighter. Like, that's uh, right. the game that so I've played. Like so it's more like legacy. It's more legacy than the actual yeah. product. I really think that's yeah, the case. Yeah. I mean, the gameplay is not the problem, but there, there are so many other issues with it that if you have an issue with it and you're still playing it, 
I feel like that's just because of inertia. Yeah. Okay. Um, Next category. Next category is FTC Member of the Year. So this is not necessarily. So we have Player of the Year, but there are a lot of people in the FTC who are not players, or they do play, but they also do other stuff. Yeah. So this is an award for those. Uh, For number three, I have, and I'm not doing this just because they're here, but my number three is Tasty Jam. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that's Tasty Jam duo. I didn't expect that. um, I didn't expect that. (laughs) I didn't know that was a duo. I didn't even know that was a thing. (laughs) Because these guys obviously have been commentating. I think you guys have commentated more fighting games than anybody else all year long. That's across that's like true. across yeah. like four or five different games. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have been like doing ridiculous amounts of commentary this past year, and uh, there's a reason why you guys have really propelled yourself up into a different echelon. You know, into mm. a higher echelon. Nice work. So uh, my number three pick is to these two guys. Oh snaps! Thank you, sir. So can oh, we kiss okay. now? Can we kiss? Maybe later. Maybe later. I don't want to send the wrong message. I got some special people watching. Okay, okay, okay. Surprise okay. <laughs> is a nice firm handshake by me. <laughs> <laughs> to be delivered tonight. <laughs> no, I like that. Um, I would say, uh, top three, number three, because I, I had him. In a spot, but first off, I'm going to say the Tenno Crew. Okay. Oh. Tenno Crew has uh, done some amazing things when it comes to the FGC, mm-hmm. um, and each time, like separation-wise, when it comes to the bar of production, I think it's you can't even say anybody else's name when it yeah. comes to um, production and a lot of the light. Um, and that's not just on fighting game. I've worked with these guys doing other stuff too. Which is one of those things you spoke right. on. So. so, so some people are asking, "Hey, who's Tenno Productions?" So yeah. Tenno Productions is literally like Chris Seglia, Hanzo Gonzo, and uh, Spencer, Spencer, a whole bunch of the other guys there. And they pretty much they ran Evo, they ran Capcom Cup. In they terms ran, of uh, production, yeah, yeah stream production. They basically run every important like fighting game event that exists right now. Yeah. So uh, they are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So, but no, those are the guys that we work with the most. Yeah. Uh, and with that being said, like, hey, like James said, I think said, we, man, we worked with them at least 20 to 25 yeah. weekends. Mm-hmm. That's because you also did all the Wizard, Wizard World. Wizard yeah. Stuff. yeah. So I've seen them pretty much every weekend all year is yeah. basically how often I see those guys. And they're super hardworking. Yeah. What do you got? I have the same one, Tenno Crew. So mm-hmm. Chris Seglia, uh, Hanzo, okay. Okay. Spencer, those dudes all over there working super hard. And the various people who interchange and help them out. Yep. Uh, that's the crew that's working super hard to make all these events super awesome. You saw, like, the Evo production... The ESPN Evo production was done by them. Like they're the guys yeah, doing this uh-huh, stuff. Exactly. It's not like it was like a, a you know a TV crew. Like that's what Seglia's old day job it was mm-hmm. was doing like TV. Like he did Pac-10 and and uh, Pac-10. yeah yeah uh, Pac-12 Pac-12. Sorry, I I think I was thinking of 10-0 in my head, but yeah, he did Pac-12. Pac-10 start, but yeah. yeah, he did. He does that, uh, and he he works on like other sports stuff mm-hmm. up in NorCal. Like yeah, th- those guys are super talented at what they do. They do a super awesome job. Um, and yeah, I think that they do. Like, it's it's one of those things where it really sucks that you we say ten zero and people are like, who? Yeah, right. they get uh-huh. none of the yeah, credit yeah. for doing such like fantastic but work. Dude, I mean, but that's, that's, they, they did all the Tekken events. And yeah, they did like the Tekken. Segway kind of is that way. On say, purpose, like, that's right? that's what yeah. Seg prefers. Yeah, yeah he doesn't ever want people to know. But don't worry, well, on, Janu- that. on January twenty fourth, when they announce the evil stuff, we'll all give out Segway's <laughs> email address. And yeah. then everyone can email him and tell him how much they love him. Didn't we do that? 
That happened. That happened. So we'll do it again. Year. They need a refresh. So we did it. Yeah. Mr. Wizard did Wizard it. Did oh, Wizard did it. Yeah. This year, he was like, I'm going to give out your address instead. That's right. Um, my number three was actually specifically Hanzo Gonzo. Mm, good choice. What? It wasn't. No, that's the terrible Because I've given it to Segley in the past. Yeah. I didn't want to uh-huh, do that again. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought like it would be funny because... Uh, Hanzo Gonzo has a rep for being totally useless. Yeah. That used to be the case. But over the last couple of years, it, oh, yeah. it's, it, he's, he's a huge part of it. Yeah. Stop There's it. There's a lot of Stop events. it. Stop making him feel like a like normal sized human. He ran like hey. a production out of a bunch of events that he Seg sure couldn't did. make it to. Yeah, yeah, he was the director. Yeah. Or a producer, or whatever like the lead role is. Yeah, he was uh, like. Yeah, so so <sighs> that, that was it. But, you know, it's not just Hanzo, of course, uh, or Spencer. There's Josh, and there's, you know. They they have a sort of roaming roving in and out uh, crew, uh, yeah. I think they are awesome. But okay. shout outs okay. to somebody who everybody thinks is useless. But <laughs> actually, he's pretty important to the FGC. Oh, okay. he's definitely pretty important to the FGC. Um, a little troll using the internet as a bridge, always sleeping under it, waiting. Anyways, go ahead. Are you done? Yeah. I'm done. Okay. okay. I'm done. Number yeah. two. I'm done. Number two. My number two is Tempest Rob. Mm. Oh, very because, cool. Uh, look, I, every year I always give it a chance to like shout outs to people that I just think do fantastic work and that I'm just personally big fans of, right? So uh, I really had to put Tempest Rob on this list because he won like an award just or, like an esports yeah. award. Yeah. Photographer like of the year. He does the most amazing photography work at fighting game events. In fact, like like the most famous picture from Evo with the with the with the, the the truss at the top and everything and the Evo logo and everything like that was all from him. He does fantastic work. I know he also personally was in one of those positions where he really had to make one of those decisions like do I just go before this and he's made it work and now yeah. he's at like yeah, wasn't he at like Madden, Madison Square Garden like shooting like League of Legends or something like that? It was like some crazy events. He so, was at the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was. Yeah. Oh. So uh, shout outs to Tempest Rob, a.k.a. Robert Paul. So. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two. Um, my number two? Mm-hmm. Markman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, this is like outside of... Mark Man being like my brother in arms, man. I love that dude. Everybody knows I went with Mr. Mark Man. Um, the thing is about it is like he's one of the people that have made these crazy transitions in the FGC and has not even it's not even about keeping afloat. He's being helpful to the to the FGC no matter what he does. Like he's like, hey guys, I'm now gonna be consultants for multiple companies. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember him being a consultant for multiple companies just means that you're gonna get the same kind of quality from multiple that you did from yeah. the one that he started or from the ground up. I mean, right. look at Mad Cats. The only reason the uh-huh. Mad Cats controller is in my house again because we had some crazy debacles. <laughs> I won't mention which one, but the only reason there's a Mad Cat stick in my house right now is because of what Markman has right. done. That, yeah, is not that, that company cool. was garbage. Yeah. Like, Even their logo was shitty. That, Jesus, right. that logo was like, trash. The only time you ever talked about that company was... That's how shitty their controls Wow, were. I had this terrible, terrible MacCats pad. Cats, it uh, died in a day. It was made out of plastic <laughs> that just fell apart yes. in my hands. Uh-huh. Like, and, th- and then all of a sudden we were buying uh, MacCats stuff because of... $150, sticks. $200 yeah. joysticks for me. Yeah, exactly. it was like so, yeah. such a fast turnaround. So, uh, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned him because I have him actually... I didn't pull a tie. But he was an honorable mention for me. I, I have really, two. I really yeah. wanted to bring up Markman, but the thing about it is, I have a weird suspicion that I will have to be giving him this award 
next year mm. because he is doing some he is pulling some Illuminati shit right now yeah, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. became Justin's manager yeah uh, uh, but to be honest like he's the only reason why Tekken was even as big as it was yeah I would, that's what, that stuff. was the like, next yeah, thing uh-huh. I was about to say he's the so, he's the he's the community manager for Tekken 7 right. and part of the reason like I'm super involved with it and the fact that they went up so well but like I said I, I have a funny feeling he'll be on my list next year if yeah. things keep because I mean it's turning out that he's running everything he, right he can repeat so. Yeah, he can repeat. My number two on my list is also Markman. Okay. Uh, okay. I think a pretty easy choice. This guy has his hands in everything fighting games. It's really hard to find something he's not in. He has made sticks for Mad Cats, Razor, and Hori at this point. Right. Uh, like the three main stick companies that people want to get sticks from are all from consulting from Markman. He works uh, on Evo. He is part of the Evo team that makes that happen. The he Evo Japan. He's, he's part, part of the Evo main Japan, right? Uh-huh. Makes that happening. Happen. That hasn't like even happened yet, but you know, it's like that's on there. He made the whole Tekken tour thing happen. He works with Bandai Namco. Like he is with so many different companies, making so many different things happen. And he's a single father. And he's a single and father. He's a, and he's a single, not stay at home, so, but a single dad. And he does commentary. And, and he does, he does all this commentary. Stuff. Come it's, on, dude. Really, and I, like people give him like shit all the time for whatever but like I can't think of anybody who works that right. damn hard it's super impressive it's super impressive and it's one of the only reasons that I found so much work this year right. like I have to give the guy credit for that like so, it's, it's crazy did you guys actually read the FGCNN article I did not see it oh my oh, god is there I saw there they just came out a new one and it's all about Markman oh, yeah? because he became Justin's manager, manager so yeah. he's starting a new group called uh, Empire Marcadia <laughs> There's and no way that that's what that's called. He's opening, he's that's opening, a, he's opening a, a gaming house called The Mark. Yeah, and uh, he, he's from now on going to be known as Byforce. Yeah, so, Byforce. Dude, it was the most yeah, genius. Super funny it was the most genius article, dude. That was amazing. That's great. So, I'm glad that site's back. Yeah, I know. It came number from nowhere, two. but yeah. Uh, what's the number two? Uh, Katana Prime. Oh, sick Ooh, choice. Okay, well, I've been seeing that guy a lot okay. of places. Okay. Yeah, good choice. Katana Prime. Uh, he's been a good player for a long time, but that's not really why he's on my list. Uh, it's just because he's been uh, running events. Um, at a lot of majors, he gets tasked with, with actually running it. Uh, he has commentated great for it, and I think at this point he's probably the best NA MK commentator, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Uh, I really like his, his love for that game, for NRS games in general is like unusually strong I feel like it's mm-hmm. certainly more than I care personally about like any individual game yeah um, and, and, I, and I really respect that uh, and uh, yeah shout out to him I, I'm really impressed with all the stuff that he's been doing uh, over the last year a little bit longer than that uh, and uh, I'm sure he'll have a good 2017 okay okay Number one. Well, my number one, look, we talked about repeats. I didn't want to put a repeat. We've had Chris Seglia there before, and uh, he's the guy who runs Tenno Productions, so I cheated and I put Tenno Productions as my okay. number one. Because basically, if it wasn't for them, the FTC would just basically be, be nothing right now. Like, like you said, he did all the Evo ESPN productions, he's been behind all of the biggest events, and so... I just feel like without that Tenno Productions, and I did, it wasn't fair to give it to only Seglia because uh, so many of the other guys are doing work for right. that team as well, and he's always contracting people out. I saw some people mention, you know, like, oh, Spooky and stuff like that. Dude, he also gets Spooky to help him, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. just that. It's just that he's ex- been a part of the Tenno ex- stable. <laughs> X-Blit keeps mm-hmm. stealing all of their um, That's right, streamers. Yeah, Mondo, right? Mondo, yeah, Mondo, yeah, yeah so... But uh, Tenno Productions, I just feel like right now there is no FGC without the Tenno Productions. Yeah, they do awesome work. To, mer- to me, they are the most important non-player like player, uh, group in the FGC right now. Okay. 
Okay. And again, oh. and, and again, of course. I thought Chris, he wasn't done. Chris doesn't want wasn't. the limelight, but you know he deserves all the limelight. Ha! So my number one, my number one, is actually a group of people, and it's this group <coughs> of fine gentlemen right here. You guys oh, really? are my most oh. important. No, I'm serious. So it's like you have to remember, like I tell, and I introduced these two to my auntie when we were in Atlanta, <laughs> right. and I was like, the only reason that I can confidently speak. On any commentary, Mike, whether it be on the stage or on a desk, it's because of these two. Thanks, you bro. just right did here. that. Ju- you changed your order because no, I, I didn't. No, three. I didn't. It was you always. Did. It was uh, always. You just trying to make fine. me look, like. Look, 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 look. Was, dude, when it came to be his turn, he was like, "Okay, I gotta reorder it in my mind real fast." <laughs> exactly. That totally happened. That yeah. did not happen. Oh, I yeah, swear yeah, to God. Right, look, right, yeah. sounds like me at Capcom Cup prediction. I would not put anybody above. I wouldn't change that order. <laughs> so it's definitely you two, especially my boy Say Jam here, because he definitely toughed out this road of being paid only to commentate, which is oh, our man. job right now. I don't know how we That's did it. That's what we do, and I had to have a running mate, and I'm glad it was this guy oh, right here, because this guy, this dude <clears throat> has been with me all year, along with Rip, not to be forgotten. But this dude has been there. We've done this together, and I'm really happy to, that he's one of my co-commentators, especially with the rest of the Ultra Chin team. So it definitely Boom. makes me Can't happy. Go shake. Go shake. But yeah, thank, no, seriously, thank you guys. I'm so serious. Thank you so much. Y'all know that I would not be here if it was not for you three. Mm. It would not happen. So thank you guys so much. You guys are my number ones. <laughs> Man, I thought we were all excluded from the list. I didn't put anybody. Yeah, I would have put myself as number That's one. That's why once they said us, I was like, oh, now I can make sure the Say oh, Jam is, is super included okay, in this. Okay. Those are too kind. My number one is none of you nerds. <laughs> you too. It's uh, Rick. Uh, my number one is Rick. I think that was my number one last year. He was my number one last year, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't want to do that. Actually, I think he was my number two last year. Okay, well, he was definitely Uh, on both of our lists. Yeah, like, the thing about Rick, similar to Mark Man, hands and everything FGC. This guy does graphics work, so he does a lot of the apparel that you guys like, stuff like Crying Heihachi Hat for Tekken, just, like, (laughs) things like that. Anything time you see FGC apparel and you're like, this is super sick, uh, it's Rick's hands in it. You know, he worked on Evo merch this year, all the combo breaker stuff, all the KI Cup stuff, all the Tekken stuff, CEO, he does CEO, CEO stuff, stuff, all the stuff like that. Uh, he does super awesome, all that kind of stuff. He was in charge of running, like he does, you know, tournament consulting for oh, yeah, Red Bull stuff, yeah. Wizard World stuff, for CEO, combo right. breaker, which was like the event of the year for all three of us. Uh, yeah, like, the, it's hard to think of somebody more involved with so many things. So that's why him and Mark, man, I was really hard right. to pick who was number one. But, yeah, those two and Seglia, all three of the people on my list are three people who are almost, so, like, one of the huge reasons that we could do what we did right. this year. Mm-hmm. Without those three, uh, it would have been super hard to do. So, yeah. Right. Uh, wait, wait, all- side note before you finish, right? So this is not me changing the order, but my MVP, even though it's we didn't have an MVP... <laughs> Was it was the hot dog? Mm. That's who it was. I was gonna wait till the end to say it, but he already yeah. added it in. Well, MVP since you're goes cutting him off. I'm adding this. I really did want to put. Uh, no, you didn't. I really wanted to put Esteban, Esteban. on the list. Oh now, yeah. Now he's in the chat. I'm not saying it just because he's. The, I actually mm-hmm. am because I saw him and I was like, you know what? I really want to okay. give him a shout out. But he did awesome stuff for a lot of the video work for the Tekken sure uh, series. So I and just wanted to give him. A, I just wanted to give him a shout out. I just wanted to give him. Yeah, a shout he's out. in the chat. His name is the. Hado, by the way, Rick. 
Esteban. Esteban is the best Esteban. Yeah, he so. does fantastic work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, I hope you enjoyed Korea. We, he was in Japan when we were in Japan in right, the finals. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he went to Korea out there and then yeah, back to Japan, so I hope you're home and safe. Okay. Number uh, one. My number one was Mark Man. <laughs> for all the reasons. Okay. okay. Cool. Shout out Mark Man. Yeah. yeah it was, Honestly, last, last year I said Rick and I said Seg. And uh, I like it really could be both of those two every year, and so I didn't want to do that. But yeah, it I mean, really could be both of them. That's like, kind of that. Like I said, it's the only reason why Mark's not on my list because I just I just have the feeling he's like gonna be there's the like next five year. people who I just feel like could be on the list every yeah. single time. Yeah. We're gonna have to do that exclusion thing, like yeah, we do for no the Seg or Rick or Mark right. Man or uh, maybe like the Cannons or like whatever. Like there's okay, like yeah. a couple right. other people who's like uh, uh, they could be there every year. Keats, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, now we're on to newcomer of the year. Yes, newcomer of the year. Now this curly be, W. This could be anybody. Also a good choice. This is, could be anybody. I, I only have one person on my list. Actually, same here. Same yeah, I only, here. Have, I only one have one human. Human on my list. And my oh. number three human. So my human is on number three. Yeah. And my newcomer number three newcomer of the year is. Lupe Fiasco. Oh, oh. <laughs> good one. Because look, oh, he funny. showed up with the Daigo thing, and it was like a stunt or whatever. But look, his—he really loves the fighting game community. His heart is actually in it, and it's not just like one of those. Like he's even said, like, look, when I'm at a fighting game event, please let me watch the event because yeah. I am fi- Lupe, the fighting game fan. Yeah. And the fact that. He shouted you out at yeah. a concert. Yeah, yeah, he brought like and he bought like the Hadouken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody knows who Tubbleware is. Right. Gonna take up eighty percent of Lupe Fiasco's concert like that. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I know. And and like that was great. That was dude, great. he's like your life. Like, yeah, he was one of you, like the people dude, that you wanted like, to meet. That's like, and, like bucket list meeting a person, and that happened. There's a picture only. of Lupe like draped on Steve. Yeah, like, like one like, of his yeah, grandma cardigans. Uh-huh. He's like wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Lupe. So uh, honestly, shout outs to him. And look, I know I met him, but I didn't want to. Like, I don't. I don't know his music, right? Oh. Like, I feel bad about that. Yeah. But like, I didn't want to be that guy going before you knew who he was. I didn't want to go up to him and be like, "Yo, Lupe, I'm your." Fa-. You know, I was just like, yeah. "No, that's disingenuous." So. But uh, no, yeah, shout out to him. Like, hey, and you know, obviously, like, hey. like uh, to pull a tasty Steve tie thing, you know, also shout outs to Kenny Omega and Xavier uh, Woods as yeah. well. So. Uh, so I have actually three people. Are oh, we? Okay. Do we have the? You want me to? I can name my three right now. I mean, is it? Because I felt like everybody else only had one person, but I can just start yeah. my three. All right, no, never mind. you want to work right. it, man. Yeah, so, so my, it's any, it's top any number. Go for right. it. Uh-huh. My number three is Kenny Omega. Uh-huh. Um, okay, okay. Because like I did not like I follow wrestling very loosely. Um, I've only just recently gotten to like the New Japan Pro Wrestling stuff, and the fact that I saw him at uh, CEO and he came up to me, he was like, "Hey, man, I'm a big fan of yours," and I was like, and I was like. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, same thing I was to me. like, me? And he was just like, yeah, man. Like, I watch you guys every Wednesday. I was like, every Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is so cool. You know, so like, cool. I th- and, and then, like, so it would be different if he was just like, yeah, man, I'm a big fan of yours. Not really. But we went out to eat with him later. That's right, yeah. And yeah. the entire time, he was like, look, man, I'm trying to get good at Street Fighter. Like, so, the, he didn't say anything other than, what am I doing wrong? Justin, what do you think I'm doing yeah. wrong? I'm like, will this guy stop being a fanboy? Oh, my God, that's Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dude. man, this is uh, pretty Dude, cool. When, uh, when he played against uh, Xavier. Xavier Woods, that was so uh, good. 
It was, and he's definitely way better oh, than yeah, Xavier yeah, was, uh-huh, but uh-huh. he did a superb job at not making that super obvious. It's almost like his job is to make fights look no, close I, I mean, for, I like to sell fights but, for a living. But it's not, but it's not easy it's to like, a hater. Are you saying wrestling isn't real? I will jab you in the throat. I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe how good of a job he did at selling, yeah. I mean, like, like outside of the game, I get it, but like in the in a game, it's not easy. Oh, yeah. it's definitely it's not. Yeah. He did a great and, job. And like the first oh. thing he said to me afterward was like, he was like, "That wasn't that obvious, was it?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was yeah. "No, Kenny is legit good." Yeah, no, he's yeah. actually yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And he trained with LPN and everything. Yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. even yeah. fair. Yeah. Kenny is super good. Uh, yeah, my number three is the only person on my list, mm-hmm. which is John Taguchi. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I don't know that kid. First of all, uh, he is super, super talented Rashid player. He's really fun to watch. He's adorable, dude. He's an adorable little kid. If Red Bull Japan He's is so not cute, yeah. signing that kid and slapping logos all over his entire body, they are morons. Because he looks like body. he looks like a. Japanese, like, J-pop star or something. <laughs> no, well, they, they said he's like a Japanese Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, right? he's, uh, dude, he's just put a bunch of logos and hoodies and jackets and whatever on that kid. He's very sellable. And put him in front of stuff and have him do the little thing that he does, yeah. you know, and, like, boom. He'll yeah. make you the a... crank up is so good. He'll yeah, make yeah, you yeah, a yeah, billion yeah, yeah. dollars. The US FGC loves this kid. He's super fun to watch. Sell him in Japan, dude. He's, like, such a good That's sellable J-pop person. J-pop star. He's a yeah. little, You just yeah, put yeah. him in front of, like, a thousand little girls. I'm totally and they, with you. Yeah, they're just gonna be like, oh my god, this kid is adorable i like street fighter now it's like the easiest right. thing to do i like, definitely agree they should be head to, he should look like a nascar driver like head to toe in red bull japan merchandise that kid is worth his weight like five times his weight in gold like just put a bunch of merchandise he's like this tall he's just a little fella just put a bunch of stuff on him yeah no five times his weight in gold isn't as much 20 bucks of gold yeah newcomer of the year john takuji uh my newcomer of the year's number three is also my only human and it's actually punk Oh yeah, good choice. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So he was uh, he played in Street Fighter Four, uh, although Takeuchi did as well. Um, yeah, I did. but like I remember the first time I saw him in SF5, and he like was doing all right. It was like on a stream, or maybe he was like playing online or something. And I played him online just randomly, like ranked a couple times, and I thought like he seems like like all right, like he's okay. Yeah. And then the next time I saw him. He it was at Battlegrounds. Yeah. And he was like this ridiculous play like, in like six months. He was like, yeah, to like, wow. Like, yeah. you are, all of a sudden, you are like one of the best players in the world. Right. And then the next major he went to, was it NEC that just happened? Yeah. He won. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, the progression from like, okay, kind of gimmicky, but all right, to like, wow, you are one of the best players in the country. All yep. of a sudden. That was like eight or nine months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's so impressive. Yeah, that was crazy. He's like 18. Okay. Yeah. Well. Good choice. My number two is... Um, as I said, I'm out of humans now. Yeah, me too. Uh, my number two, uh, although, you know, we've all often talked about external validation and we don't need it or whatever like that, but my number two is ESPN. Mm. Welcome to the fighting game community. Okay. Hope you enjoy your stay and hope you continue to uh, get people to go, what is this game garbage on my TV? And then, like, five minutes later, tweet, like, oh, my God, this is so captivating. I can't stop yeah. watching it. So. Uh, let's hope we have uh, some long futures with uh, ESPN because you know what? Regardless of whether or not we need sports validation, which I don't think we do, they're a very powerhouse in the entertainment industry, and that being good with them is just not a problem. So, yeah, more yeah. eyes on Street Fighter or any fighting game, yeah. which is the hope for next mm-hmm. year, for is sure. always good. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, I will say my number two. Well, it already was. It was Anvil Punk. Uh, watching right Jesus, watching him uh, like climb, especially. Uh, uh, apparently, he was around for Street Fighter Four. Just didn't do as well. Jesus, I people hundred percent heard of that. Gross. Yeah, he is like fighting with the toilet in there. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, like the same thing David said, man. Watching him come up. Um, and, and just do so well and then like right after hold maintain that by winning tournaments after it like hearing people talk about him in passing uh-huh, uh-huh. about how he plays and the things that he does like it's, it's man it's crazy right. for me to to see that this kid has come so far in such a short amount of time mm. give him a lot of props for just being able to yeah. stay relevant especially in in a game like Street Fighter 5 where everybody's looking at these kind of you know these veteran players like Justin and Eduardo and, you know, Champ and all these other players to be that much better. And for him to come out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to beat Justin Wong, basically. The, in the Karen Mirror? Yeah, in the Karen Mirror. And, like, that's crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Either way, he is number my two. number two. Yes. Right. Uh, my number two, also not a human being. I know that. Uh, what is this clip? Oh, that's David coughing and hacking. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. Can you actually hear it? Uh, I could probably... Jesus. All right, you gotta hear it again. Him, it's uh, pretty gross. Like climb, especially. Uh, uh, apparently, he was around for Street Fighter Four. Just didn't. Do oh yeah, you well. can hear that for sure. Ugh. <laughs> 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 okay, you can hear that. For sure. How's it going, everybody? Good, all right. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, my number two fine. on my list, also not a human being, is uh, Daigo on Momochi stream. Oh, yes. So Momochi, yes. Momochi okay. has started okay. streaming a ton, his, okay. him and Choco, and they've yeah. streamed a ton of different things. It's been super awesome. They did Resident Evil VR. They have a super entertaining stream, and I wanted to put him on there just because I think that it's really awesome that more foreign players are streaming and more interactive mm-hmm. with their stream. But the real winner here is Daigo Stream. Uh, super entertaining stream. Big, big, big props to Giuna for doing such an awesome job translating mm-hmm. and making that happen. Everybody who helped make Daigo Stream happen they are the best. Like, that is such an entertaining stream. The drunk stream that they just did was so good. Daigo was out there. He was super hammered watching these sets. It was really entertaining. Uh, yeah, I always watch Beast TV. I think it's a super awesome stream every time I check it out. And everybody involved with putting that thing together, big, big thanks to them again. And uh, it's awesome. Then that means Sejan did thank me because I did help a little. Uh, well, there you go. Illuminati status. Okay. There you go. No, All I right. did nothing. I, I might be too sick to get that joke. So. Yeah, I don't know. No, nobody knows. So. Newcomer of the year for David, number two. Uh, I remember who I drank with uh, Daigo one time. This is like SCR probably 2011 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And we were at uh, a uh, KBBQ place afterward. And, you know, we were getting, like, beers, and I got, like, a beer, and other people got, like, a beer. And he got, like, one of those big beers that you can drink. Yeah. You know, like, the big the big ones? Schooner? Mm-hmm. Like, the 750 ML? Yeah. Like, the, the big schooner, one, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, I think he had, like, five or six of those bottles. Jesus. Like, just piled up in front of this him. Was, was this at the KBBQ that we yeah, went to that afterward. one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. And I was just really impressed, you know? That's not easy to do. Yeah, he is a beast. For... He can really put him back. Yeah, he is. That's what I pro. Well, he don't, really I mean, do don't forget, there was the post-Evo where, this was a long time ago, where him and Combo Fiend, after Evo, had to be wheeled back to their rooms in wheelchairs. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Good old days. That's right. Yeah. Uh, my second place newcomer of the year is uh, Killer Instinct. Mm. Uh, oh. yeah, <laughs> since, Good since, choice. Since yeah, Killer yeah, Instinct's... Yeah. Uh, initial launch in March. Um, I've been uh, I've been really impressed with it. You know, it's a it's a really good game. Um, like I said, I, I almost had it in my top three. 
Uh, I probably should have had it at third place rather than mm-hmm. making a joke at Street Fighter Five's expense. But uh, in any case, yeah, I, I, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I, I know that they put a lot of time into it. There's obviously a lot of care that goes into it. Um, so yeah, I look for good things from it for its second year okay. of release. Okay. That's good. Well, I mean, look, obviously there's that whole newcomer joke, right? That everyone's like, oh, they're not really newcomers. Yeah. So my number one kind of falls in that vein. Look, the, this uh, she's been around in the scene before a long time ago, right? And uh, just no one, she never really made much of an impact. Uh, people really didn't notice her that much. But just this past year, I feel like she's really coming to her own. Now everybody knows about her. And uh, strangely enough, nobody likes her now, and that is Rainbow Mika. So mm-hmm. our Mika is my newcomer of the year because yeah. everybody was like, oh, Rainbow Mika, I can't wait to play her because she's my favorite character. You never nobody. played Rainbow yeah. Mika. You did yeah. not. You nobody like knew anything about in North America who played I was that one of those Yeah, it was like you, me. me, and Crack Prog. That was like it, right? And, uh, and uh, Olaf. Yeah, like we're the uh, only, like, really only Mika people. So everybody who's like, oh man, I'm so happy Mika's back. I'm like, shut up, dude. Yeah, you have on. never touched our Mika in your life. I don't even but, know who she is. Yeah, everybody hates her now, though. So all right, that is my So my number one newcomer. <laughs> Is Lupe Fiasco? Ah, Obviously, because okay, okay. like that like completed the circle for me because I was like a huge fan of his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also from the Midwest, and now he play he plays he already played video games, and I was a big fan anyway. He likes Metal Gear, he likes Zone Enders. We talk about anime and stuff like that, and then on now he's playing Street Fighter and he's part of the fighting game community, and that officially makes him like the homie. Cause like I could just be like, "Yo, what's up?" We have a multitude of things to talk about. On top of that, he still plays games and he interacts with a lot of the players in the community, regardless. You know, you have his personal phone number, Mister. I'm not gonna reveal that. Everybody knows the answer. Everybody knows the answer is yes. Yeah. (laughs) Continue for. I've been driving and I'm like talking to Steve and I ask him a question and then I'm like. He doesn't answer. I look over and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I was texting Lupe." What? Well, like, oh, you gotta spend all your concentration on that. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to send a dumb tweet. Yeah, I mean, a dumb yeah, like yeah. message. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's like yeah. writing an email to your professor, right? Like, yeah, you spend, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I mean, I should put the comma here or the comma there. I don't know where to put the comma. Especially if it's an English professor. Yeah. Oh my god! But yeah. yeah, one time he came out to my because every time I pick Steve up, I give him a thirty-minute head, heads up, oh, and he's always ten minutes late to come out. It's crazy. It's almost like I'm driving thirty minutes out of my way to pick him up. And he's still not there on time. Anyway, one time he came out like five minutes late. And I was like, what are you doing here? And he was like, oh, yeah, I was playing Lupe online. So, you know, like, we were just playing some games. And so, yeah, whatever. I was finishing up our set. And I was like, you play Lupe online and Street Fighter all the time? He's like, yeah, you know, we're just whatever, once or two weeks. I, I, I was like, what? I just have to add that I just think it's the coolest thing for you. Like, seriously, like... I, I, I picture, like, certain artists that, like, if I ever became friends with or, like, famous people, I would just be like, this is the sickest thing. And, like, to have that actually happen, I think yeah. it's, like... Yeah, like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's, that's one of the cool. sickest things in the world for me, so... Happy for you, too. Uh, my number one newcomer to the FGC is the Tekken Tour. Mm, I like it. I like yeah, it. I think that that was such a cool idea to have it even before the game ever released. Uh-huh. To have everybody able to play the game uh, that early and be at so many events and everything like that, and then have such a sick finals. Yeah, like everybody watched King of the Iron Fist finals, and they were like, "That was crazy." Even Evo was sick. We still had Evo was super sick. North American North American players in in at Evo. That's on top of it. Changed like the America America plays higher at Evo in Tekken than Japan did. There was the highest placing American was up. Yeah, he was up there over a Japanese player. I I also I love the rule that you can 
uh, relinquish. Relinquish. That is so <laughs> smart. Although that made the last chance qualifiers last they were seventeen wild. hours. Yeah, I get it, but, but like, still, that was amazing. But still, it's just though. like such a hype idea. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. To me, the Tekken Tour was super awesome. It was not a project that I personally was working on. But I was working alongside it, like, the whole year. And that was one of the big reasons that I wanted to go to Japan, actually, for was because the Tekken Finals were happening, and I felt pretty attached to it, and I was like, I want to see the finals of this. Like, I've seen it all year, and to me, it was such a cool event that I had to check it out. So, yeah, I'm really happy about it. So, Tekken Tour is my number one newcomer. Okay. Um, My number one newcomer of the year is American Street Fighter. (laughs) That's a good choice. Uh, it's really it's nice having uh, Americans play Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it hasn't happened before, but uh, it's it's really nice now that uh, you know there are tournaments that are held uh, for Street Fighter in America, uh, and and that are entered into by American players. Yeah, that's great. Very possibly won great, by yeah. American players. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> that was the big thing when I went to Japan. I couldn't I couldn't believe how bad all the Street Fighter players were. I was like, man, you know these what? guys all suck at Street Fighter. I came home to where people are good at Street you know Fighter, Justin's and I was like, this actually, is weird. Justin's actually told me that. Yeah. He was like, well, they went to tournaments, and he was like, we only think they're super good because they only send their best players out all oh, the time. But like, I was making mostly a joke about America winning Capcom Cup. Oh, but, you yeah, know, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but, James. But, it's, okay. but still, it, it, from what I've heard, it's not like how it used to be, which is that, like, uh... <coughs> Japanese arcades would just have like random schmo who comes in from his day job and he's like this ridiculous player who you've never heard of. It's certainly uh, like that for Tekken, um, I can tell you that. But in, oh, yeah, uh, in Street Fighter V, I don't think it's, from what I've heard, it's not as much like that as it has been in the past. Okay. okay. Yep. All right. Just ruined your joke. I apologize. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> David. Oh, you and we just me. finished that. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's all flustered. We've officially pretty much passed all the main awards. Right. These so are we're at like, the random select a awards. More. Yeah, random select, and then after that, personal FGC resolutions for 2017. Do you want to take a break before we do that, or do you want to just do it? Let's just barrel Let's through. just do Let's it, because you're, you're about to die anyway. And I'm so hungry. Fine. My hungry number, so random select award is anything we just wanted to talk about that we didn't squeeze into the Correct. other ones, right? Yeah. So number three, you brought it up already. There is no, like... There's no way that I would have believed that Marvel was going to be announced at Capcom Cup. Uh, no way. Yeah. Just no way. But the fact that it actually existed, that because yeah. like everything in my mind is like, there's no way, and two, there's no way they could show footage. Because even if it was an existing thing, Capcom, I mean, Marvel, Disney only changed their plans just this past year. And I was yeah. like, so the game must be like barely code. Like right now, Captain right. America probably walks around like this, you know? And yeah. so... The fact that they even had anything to show blew my mind. The fact that the game existed blew my mind. Like, there was just nothing that I believed that that would have ever happened. And so, uh, I just thought that was a cool thing. As soon as, super, as, super soon cool. as I saw Disney, like, kill that little game they had with the toys, that oh, Disney yeah, Infinite, yeah, yeah, yeah. once Disney I saw Infinite. that, and they're like, yeah, yeah. they're disbanding, and I was like, we're getting Marvel 4. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, when I saw it, because look like this, either they're making a shit ton of money off of that, or they're going to actually push something where uh-huh. they can already, I mean, put like this, money. <laughs> exactly, I mean, if Marvel 3 had those characters in it, and it was all slated just to mix in with their Marvel movie yeah. release, that's genius, one, because that's right. the kind of cross-promotion. Like, I didn't know who Rocket Raccoon was before Marvel 3, to be honest. I've See, nobody did, uh-huh. nobody, nobody, act- I, I mean, I knew who he was. I put him on his, my radar. Dude, yeah. it, what's funny is that I made the joke just recently that, you know, maybe the log trap is Groot. 
right? Oh, God, that's and, like, sick. I like, I made that joke, but, like, I couldn't have made that joke for, like, the first half of the first, the, like, the first you know, three yeah, years of Marvel's true. existence yeah. until Guardians of the Galaxy yep. came out, right? So, yeah. No, that's 100% true. Okay. But that's right. my number three. All right, what do you got? Um, I would say just the whole, uh, how far we've come from FGC to esports. I guess that transition coming in is a couple right. of things. Oh, yeah. Well, too close. Getting closer and closer. <laughs> breathing is stinky germs. Anyways. I'm not toxic fumes. Might um, be toxic. Goddamn apple cores finally got That's to what happens, man. You're not supposed to eat that there. part of the apple, Someone dude. jumped in there that David ate too many apple cores. Goddamn. Well, maybe I haven't had one recently. Maybe not enough. Ooh. Keep that kind of talk out of your mouth like them apple cores, you weirdo. Last time I had an apple, you know what? I didn't eat the core. I threw it away. I was too full. Now your your body well, now your body is a, getting used to it. That's yeah. why you're it sick. You should have kept it up. It I should have kept that point right. Yeah. It's like eating the innards, man. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, um, how far like, we've gotten. How far we have come from just being FGC to FGC X Esports Global Incorporate Conglomerate. You know, the whole that whole shebang that's coming with it. Um, not particularly a hot point for a lot of people, but I feel like it's only right to put that up there on one of the talking points because um, a lot of the stuff that's happening in fighting games right now, whether it comes to the sponsorships, uh, Rick Fox and all these mm-hmm. other big important names and companies, Red Bull being incorporated into the, the FGC stable, like you ESPN. said, it's part of one of the, like ESPN, all of these things happening did not happen five years ago, ten years ago, mm-hmm. they happened right <laughs> now, right like now. right now, and I feel like that's, as somebody who's been in the fighting game community for most of his life, that's a big, big step for me, and just being able to see that that's a thing that's happening is very, that's a hot, that's a very hot topic for me, anyways. Yeah, mine is pretty similar. Uh, it's all the people in the FGC who work super hard and do really awesome things that particularly, especially make it so that people like us can do this full time. Yep. There's so many people who work really, really hard in the FGC on so many different projects and things, guys like Mark and Rick and Seg, and all these people who are organizing events. And you know uh, all the finally now developer support in the scene. All yeah. the people you have who to have legal framework, of course. And legal might be framework. Take care of that. People will take care of that. <laughs> Dude, uh, there was actually maybe. an article that they someone created like some esports, uh, like law firm or something. Oh yeah, like Bryce that. Uh, Blum. He's been practicing in esports for some years. Oh okay, okay. I okay. thought he already had his own practice. Oh okay, okay, honest, okay, okay. In any okay. case, congrats to him. Yeah. So uh, my it's kind of like a general thing of like all the people who make the FGC is what it is and like all the all the different sponsors who are involved uh it's kind of like a a big community award it's like basically an award for all the people who work super hard on this because i don't think that this would would have ever been possible before this year maybe right like i think this is the one year where now people like it's legit that more people can do it full-time than ever before uh, and this, we're good examples of that, right? Because uh, I think before this year it would have been really hard to do. Yeah, and I, I just kind of want to add on to that whole thing too. That you know, it's it's happening the way that I always hoped it kind of would, and that right. it's all homegrown. Hmm. That it's all coming within the fighting yeah, game. Yeah, all community. those people involved. You know, are a lot of the people who are getting involved are people who like fighting games, and we have been in fighting games and stuff like that. And it's because we have that passion that I feel like it's working. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it was going to be my number two, but it doesn't really matter order for this. So, uh, yeah, I was, was going to say the same thing. Um, yeah. That uh, esports and the FGC is finally <coughs> happening in a way that is right. <laughs> yeah, that was weird sounding when I was. I don't like the way that was. <laughs> I like the way that was. <laughs> <laughs> a little funky. Uh, uh, taste kind of. Um, 
yeah, it's it, it's happening the way that we wanted it to happen, which is a good point uh, that James was just mentioning. Um, the people who are involved in the process are, are mostly FGC uh, in, in the important roles from the, obviously, tournament organization standpoint to uh, the, uh, the, even, you know, the, the developers that are in all, almost every developer, maybe developer every sport. developer now, has people involved who are who are players. Like, yeah. you got the Combo Fiends and the Keatses and, you know, you got the Mike Z's and you got NRS is basically full of them and, and that's that's how they all are now. Yeah. Um, and that's that's something that is really great. So it's like every part of the process, the the uh, uh, stream production, you know, uh, merchandising, like all these things, even even the big money companies like Red Bull, uh, yes. like Ben Nichols uh, was like a I always thought of him as like a StarCraft dude. Yeah. I thought that that's where he come from where he'd come from. But he was telling me actually that he was like an old school Tekken head in Atlanta. Wow. I didn't. Even, I knew, no idea he ever played Tekken, but uh, that was like his big entry into competitive gaming. So even even like the big money companies, the the people involved are FGC. Like yeah. I think that's awesome. That's like exactly, man. I like exactly it. what we wanted. Like it's not. I don't feel like there's some outside organization that's like you will have esports now. It's like we're all growing up and we're getting more. We're getting jobs. Excuse me. We're getting like more money involved, and it's like because of us, right? You know, it's yeah, like yeah, I don't feel yeah, like there's like uh, some uh, external uh, folks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's awesome. And uh, it's I've always said like you know like Evo made it to Mandalay Bay on its own. You know? Yeah. But man, I'm the rebel here. I'm gonna be Rebel Chenzor from now on because I'm the only one that doesn't like I didn't have that on my list oh. and like oh what a bug. I'm just yeah, like, well. Well, I, I'm you a know. loser here. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. What's your number two, Jimmy? Uh, my number two is. Uh, I really, really, so obviously uh, David talked about this, playing other games and stuff like that. The one thing that, you know, I talk about Capcom Cup, and a lot of people are like, why is everything so Capcom-centric? But what Capcom Cup has done is shown a lot of companies that this can work. Mm. And the thing that I love is KI Cup, King of the Iron Fist. SNK is trying to do their own thing. Even Arc System Works is doing the whole uh, Arc System Works uh, fighting game awards that's coming up. Like this, I think it's this week or next weekend. You right. know, like there's just the DOA has its thing. DOA has, has its, its own thing. Too. So the fact that you know all these games right now have their own cups and they're all trying to do this, have their own tournament series. I think that's awesome. Even like I think it was Brawlhalla announced that they were going to have like a tournament series yeah. just recently. And so I think that that's really, really awesome, and I hope that they can thrive. And, you know, I've always, I've always preached that it's the communities responsible to strengthen their game to the point where, you know, like, because a lot of people used to be like, oh, our community can't survive if we don't go into EVO. And, you know, that's, I, I, like, EVO's obviously important, but you can <coughs> build your community yeah. without you can it. Still, your your you community can can't survive without the it. The Skull Girls community has been around for years because of the people in it. Even something like ST, ST Revival, even the Vampire Savior community. The, the fact that it was even got to have a top eight at Combo Breaker, you know, uh, that kind of thing happened because the community supporting it. And, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I really wanted to bring up and talk about was just how cool it is that all these other guys are making their own cups and everything like that. Right. Um, I, this is kind of general for me, but I just didn't know how to articulate it in all honesty. Um, just uh, and, and it kind of plays on a couple other things that was said. Um, the community aspect of the fighting game community, um, it's been in question for quite some time, especially with all the bad stuff that happens, the bad publicity, the 
the sexual harassment, the people just being not cordial to each other, um, the exclusion of people in communities, um, overall conduct when it comes to being involved with the community and everything actually around that. Um, I feel like it's still on kind of like the high mm-hmm, bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's why it's really important for all the communities to play well with each other. Because mm-hmm. as a whole, the entire community is under a spotlight. And believe it or not, like everybody's going to get lumped in regardless of where you try to play. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you try to say, well, yes. it was just that one KI game or that one Smash Brothers title or that one Tekken player or whatever right. the case mm-hmm. may be. Thing is, it's like we're all in the same boat yes, at this point, yes, and I yes, feel like yes. we, there needs to be more steps taken to make sure that we all understand that we're here, not only in just fighting games, but as a whole, we're all here together. So it's kind of all inclusive. When it, if we're in a community, we need to make sure our community looks good because we're not all just mean people or looking for a best way out or trying to take advantage of somebody or trying to make somebody look bad. That's not why we're all here. And we need to make sure that people understand in the community as well as outside the community that we're a community and not just some thing that's floating around ambiguously just being like, we're something. So I just feel like that's one of the things that people should... (coughs) I'm totally with you. And and like when or if people do things that are... Uh, not welcoming or um, you know hateful or harassment or whatever it's important to uh, speak out on that it's yes. true yep. and um, true. I, I think that it's been like encouraging to see that more often yeah. um, when there have been incidents of harassment people just get kicked out or um, you know uh, uh, incidents of like people being um, like absurd or hateful on Twitter other people will say like this is not a cool thing to do right. like, I feel like that's happening more often than it ever did and that's nice Mm-hmm. Number two for me, uh, pretty similar to what Jimmy Boy bought, brought up a little earlier, which was fighting games uh, on TV. Okay. Fighting games being brought more to the mainstream uh, with different things like uh, it being on ESPN twice this year. I think that it, to me, it was a really cool thing because uh, it was it was one of those things where like you, I talked to friends or family who have never seen anything fighting game related, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh yeah, wasn't it on like ESPN or like." Uh, you know, I, I heard that, like, there's something like that, like, people will come up to me, and they're like, yeah, I, I heard you on ESPN, like, I was watching Street Fighter Finals, and I heard your voice on ESPN, and I was like, yeah, and there's that ESPN recap video where, like, uh, our commentary was featured on there, because, like, the L.I. Joe thing was on there, and to me, the most exciting thing about it is that, uh, it's the start. Yes. This year was the start of it being on TV, and I hope, my hope is that next year, not only will there be more times where there's fighting game events on TV... Uh, but it'll be more games, right? It'll be other games besides just Street Fighter. So, mm-hmm. you know, there'll, there'll be other broadcasts where, like, ESPN does, like, the top eight or of all games at Evo, or, like, top three of all games at Evo, or right. something like that, right? Uh-huh. Like, the, the hope is that there's something like that, right? That that is just the start. If, like, other things pick up uh, TV, right. you know, other TV orgs, right? Not even just ESPN, because that's been one that's happened a, f- a few things. I guess by next year, I also meant this year, by the way, but... Uh, yeah, right. I know we're gonna be doing this for a No, we're gonna be doing this. Yeah, the hope is that like you know, like all these other different sports, uh, or just TV yeah. channels start picking up more fighting games stuff. You know, and kind of to go along with you know stuff that David said about like you know Street Fighter Five isn't good. You know, go play other games and stuff like that. And I know I've brought this up a lot, but the fact that Street Fighter Five has gotten us on TV and stuff like that, I feel like does open the door for the other games. So. Um, Rising tide rises, you know, raises all boats. You know, that's just, it's, mm. I just see it that way. 
people have to understand that, like you said, we're all in this together. So yeah. one of them comes up, the rest of us goes I up. I hope so, it, too. So. Somebody said anime will never be on ESPN. It's too lewd for TV. It was already on ESPN. It was, it was actually one of the big pools. Before right? Street Fighter was <laughs> on yeah, ESPN, anime was and on ESPN. Joke's on you. Dude, and plus, the, the anime games aren't yeah. even remotely Remember ESPN. when, uh... Washige no. Washige. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That but was then, on ESPN. But then the other thing, too, is like, nothing in nothing in the anime games is worse than Laura, dude. I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. dude, uh, they didn't let... Uh, what's the place? Yeah, yeah. Mika had to pick the sec- secondary. Dude, and I just costume. love that because of Glora now, who's amazing in season two. If she makes it on ESPN. She has no. There's costume. no choice, man. Yeah. There's no <laughs> costume for them. So uh, yeah, that's great. Yep, you're stuck. Number oh, two. Oh, me. <coughs> uh, my number two is uh, New Blood doing good work, um, and uh, uh, that's the case for commentary. Nice work. That's the case for players. Um, and, and I feel like that's that's really nice. Uh, it seemed in, you know, I would say for a while that the people who were succeeding or doing good work like had always been doing it, um, or like for a long time at least. Uh, and I don't feel like it was. I feel. I guess I just say I feel like in the last year, a lot of that new blood has like really taken its position as like we're some of the best at whatever it is now. Uh, Players like Do, who's been good for a long time, but like now he's the best, and he's like definitely he's like twenty. Yeah. Um, and Punk, like I mentioned, he's like all of a sudden fantastic. And John Takeuchi is a good example as well. Uh, you guys are good examples for commentary, but like Katana Prime started doing it, and he's awesome. And Ketchup and Mustard's like first commentary gig ever was, well, first major one anyway, was uh, Fatal Eight mm-hmm. for MK, and like now they're fantastic in like the space of like almost immediately. Uh, so I think that that's really nice. It's 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 encouraging from a community perspective to see that it's not like just the old folks like coasting and continuing to do stuff because that doesn't lead to good things. Mm-hmm. You have to have like new folks coming in in order for it to be propagated for a long time, and also in order to spur on the people who had been doing it for a long time. So like I never thought about or cared about ads at all as a commentator. I I literally went a year without doing any of them because I let James do it. <laughs> it was longer than a year. It was the, like a long the time. The ads would just come up and then David would, would just, just go silent. He just like, be go I silent. I literally stopped talking. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, whatever. I never even thought about it. And then you made me think about it. <laughs> and uh, and I appreciate that because like I wouldn't I would have just kept on like being like whatever James can do it or whoever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but that's good. It's like an important thing to to have. So nice nice work everybody. All right. Yeah. I keep seeing people joke about Laura and ESPN costumes, and I'm like, what if Capcom actually put a second code that secretly gave her more clothes, like that they would just reveal a few? That's not gonna sell enough costumes. <laughs> they would never allow it. How much are the costumes again? They're like three, four bucks or something like that. I have no dude, idea. Fight money, dude. They're just fight. Money. I've never bought one. <laughs> never. I haven't either. All right. I'm, I'm running on default color ones. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Right? Or whatever else. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, my number one pick obviously is a story that really needs to be brought up, but my number one random select award goes to L.I. Dad because that mm. guy is just awesome right I mean yeah. like I've heard a lot of like Joe's told me like I've, he's tweeted about it I've talked to him about it but his dad was also like this great musician he played at like the wedding of like I forgot it was like Robert Downey Jr. or something like that oh, it was, like wow. some Whoa. like famous people he would like do their weddings and stuff like that but like the fact that he came out there and created this crazy story flew out there when he heard Joe made it out there and to see him like overnight, support, like he was like, yeah, I'm buying a ticket right now. Yeah, uh huh. He saw it was like, I'm just going to Mandalay Bay, and he yeah. made it out there. And you know, his dad, who is a musician, you know, is largely 
you know, very supportive of Joe. And he, you know, is one of those people that's like, live out your dream, do what you want to do kind of thing like that. And that support has allowed Joe to do this. And then to see that, you know, he put his, you know, he meant it. The fact that Joe made it to top eight and he flew all the way out there. Yeah. I, I just think that's super cool. That story was awesome, amazing, and shout outs to L.I. Joe's dad. So he is yeah, that's the awesome. coolest, cool, cool, cool guy. So For sure. All right, my number one is uh, just the events overall. Any fighting game event that we went to, um, being under heavy scrutiny for the way it's being ran on a timely fashion when it comes to seeds, uh, players getting the warm-up, the friendlies, everything about that. Uh, I think it's crazy. It's not crazy, but I'm, I'm, I like the fact that it's kind of stepped into the light, that these events have... Uh, they do kind of have a service that needs to always be rendered to those people who come pay to play or just tune in to listen. So when you have issues like, you know, internet or uh, random frame drops or whatever the case may be, that it should be addressed. Just about the overall organization of how events are being run and who's running them. The fact that people definitely do pay attention does not mean you need to jump out the window insulting an event because <laughs> that's just not called for. There's a lot of people <laughs> that go out of their way to say, well, that event sucked because of X, Y, Z, and I'm not going to go because my game aren't there, and I don't like that guy. They don't let me warm up in the back, and I don't have a special store. Nobody cares about any of that. I think the most important part of everything that's happened concerning the way a tournament is ran this year and it should be going forward into the future is all about improvement. Right. Um, and it is definitely about what you say um, and how you say it as well. Like those things all play a major part. I just think that um, I like how vocal people are, but I, I feel like it can be done a little more tactfully from constructively. Right? There yeah. you go. Uh -huh. Like from every right. situation. If you're in a TO running another event or talking about another TO's event, I feel like we still haven't or haven't gotten to the point where we're, we're being uh, a little more political about it. Mm. I just think that mm -hmm. that's a thing that should come from the players, attendees, as well as the TOs. That's mm. something. Random Select Award, number one winner to me. Uh, it's kind of an interesting one. I'm surprised he hasn't got brought up yet. Corey Gaming. Oh, that yeah. is my Random Select winner of the year. Corey Gaming. So, uh, you know, if you don't know that, I started... The big thing that was big for me when I got into fighting games was content. I felt like not enough people were doing good content, right? That was like an issue I felt like. Uh, and I think that his content is fantastic. Yeah, sure. Some of the best content in the FGC, and the thing I like the most about it is that it's something that's really easy to show people who don't play fighting games. He did that video where he like broke down how like frame data works, mm -hmm. and he used all these real-world examples. And it was really, really awesome. And like these kind of videos, I'm just like browsing Reddit, and in like uh, the game subreddit, like that video is there and it has yeah. hella upvotes and like tons of people commenting and talking about fighting games and stuff like that. He had like the Shaq Fu video that was super entertaining. Dude, the, the, the baseball swing analogy. The baseball to swing start frame up, data. Active and recovery sure. was right. genius. Sure. Yeah, like uh, his videos are absolutely amazing. I think he does such fantastic work. We got to briefly chat with him at Evo and like to me, like. If anybody deserves a shout out for some of the awesome content they do that already you know doesn't get it because there's tons of awesome content yeah, creators yeah. in fighting games, but I feel like Corey Gaming is not talked about enough. So yeah. to me, I wanted to give this award like my random select award right, to him because right. like his videos are fantastic. I I really hope that he keeps making them in 2017. I know he mentioned that like, he has some stuff like Infiltration. I guess did an interview with him. He said yeah, that's coming out uh, soon. Like I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah, Gerald does super awesome work. Gerald Lee, a.k.a. Core A Gaming. Yeah, if you haven't seen his videos, I literally spent the night, I hadn't seen his videos before, and I saw one of them, and I watched, like, every video he's mm. ever put out. And I was like, this channel is amazing. Yeah. I couldn't believe how good his videos are. They're super, super high, high quality, well done uh, videos. Not only just for a fighting game audience, but for an audience that, like, doesn't know fighting games that well to get yeah. them in. Like, I could show my dad the frame data video, right. and suddenly he'll be like, now I get framed it. Like, it just makes sense to me, right? So, yeah. Someone actually mentioned here that, uh, about Captain Mama actually mentioned Javits. Like, I feel mm. like we should mention mm. Javits, too, because that guy is... Lab monster. I totally should have put him in my in my FGC members. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's, like, the new blood of Lab Monsters. He's yeah. been playing fighting games, like, in Street Fighter 4. When I was good in Street Fighter 4 in, like, 2009... Uh-huh. I went to New York, and he was the one who, like, showed me around. So he's not, oh, like, yeah. some new yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But in terms of, like, the level of tech, it was, like, in Ultra SF4 that he was, like, now I am ridiculous. Like, yeah. It, he was... And Street Fighter also, 5... he was, like, the best at it. Dude, you saw that he made up those optimal punishes on EX uppercuts in Street Fighter Five, and now everybody does it. Oh, yeah. Everybody does those videos where you see Akuma EX yeah, uppercut, yeah. hit a button under right, it, right. and then do some big damage. And that was all him. He made that a... That Laura defense primer. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Which is actually really good. Just yeah. as well as just like up like making and uploading numerous clips just to show like miscellaneous things, punishment wise and understanding wise in Street yeah. Fighter Five. I just think he does an amazing job. CXC just even mentions that PR Rog, like all of his Balrog tech from four came from Javits. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jibbo's another important one. Yeah, yeah Jibbo's is awesome stuff. Yeah, and Jibbo's been great forever. Yeah. I'm but, super biased because uh, he posts sick Urian tech. <laughs> he does. He does. All solo. Um, How can you not have sick Urian right. tech? Because that's a pretty strong character. Yeah. That character's yeah. good, man. Dang. They did some weird things with him. Um, <laughs> all right. Is it, is it my turn? Yes. Number all right. One. Uh, my number one is, uh, is this community support for old games. Um, I think that that's awesome. Yeah. Mm. And it's, it, it's been something that's been developing. Like with Tournament of Legends and ST, what was that, 2012 or something? Yeah. 2013, yeah. something like that? So it's not like brand new, <laughs> but I feel like it's so strong now uh, that you bring over players specifically for old games. Like Boss has been over in the States for CBS2 <laughs> a couple just of times. Just went to NEC. Was just at NEC. Uh, players for ST, like Kusumondo and Maksun, yeah. but also uh, uh, other times. Uh, Third Strike is getting tournaments again at lots of majors. Um, that is super cool. I'm I. It's so important, I think, to continue to play games that you like. And if <coughs> the game that you like is a game that came out in 1998 or 1994, um, so be it. Um, and uh, yeah, that was literally before. It's crazy. But um, <laughs> but yeah, even in even in ST, some of the very strong players in the U.S. now are relatively young. Uh, players who are in the, like early 20s are some of the best players in the states. So mm -hmm. uh, that's that's something that is really nice and. I hope that more game communities do that. Like, if somebody really likes, um, uh, you know, one of the old Guilty Gears or, like, one of the old Tekkens or whatever it is, like, right. play the games that, that matter to you. You don't have to give them up. And the coolest thing about it, too, is, like, even with something like ST, some of the best players in the country now are all younger people who have just right. picked it up recently. Even, like, Vampire Saber, Mr. Igloo, he's also really good at Super Turbo right now from SoCal. You know, these are people who didn't grow up with these games. Right. They went back, and they're super good at it. So that's really cool that even New Blood is learning these games. Yeah, it's something that I hope continues to develop. And in some far-off future, Street Fighter Five will be an old person's game. And, and I, I hope that that will... I hope that there will be new people playing it. You know? I mean, I, I hope that that sort of cycle continues for all the games. Maybe not Street Fighter Five. 
I would like to see Katana. I think it'd be great. I think if there was, I think it'd be great if there was like some Ultra Street Fighter Four crew. Hey, yeah, I, that, that I, would I be wanna, cool. I don't want to play it, but like, I, there certainly are many people who want to play it, yeah. and they should be able to if they if they care about yeah, it. Yeah, and I really hope like NBC Two keeps this <coughs> yeah. getting a little bit. Yeah, Marvel Two. That's right. Yeah, Justin versus uh, uh, Yikes. Yeah, but right? dude, did you see yeah, Justin yeah. played in the Philippines against a bunch of people there because they still no. have a big NBC Two okay. scene, except they play on one damage. They what? actually ch- they re-changed their rules so that community plays on one damage so Justin actually money matched their best player okay. on their settings and I think it was like 4-4 and Justin won like the last game or oh, something must like be that. super different on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Damn it, characters must be good, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> so, for Justin to have that close of a set, like, yeah, that was, that was crazy. I really, I, I hope someone has like the footage out there because I really yeah, want to watch it. that. I watched it. Oh, you it's did? Pr- you it's crazy. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, I can't okay. believe they planned. Like, the match takes a long time. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's pretty That's well. One damage Marvel 2. Yeah, is like, I guess Melee is the... <coughs> Is the is the biggest profile like old oh, game? Oh yeah, right. Of course, um, of that game is fifteen years old, and it's one of the biggest fighting mm-hmm. games in the world still. So okay. that's unusual. But even if you like a game that not many people play, you can definitely find a scene for it and build a scene for it. Other people right. have. It'd be nice to see more people do it. Okay. Well, uh, the last category we have is our own personal fighting game community resolutions mm-hmm. for twenty seventeen. Oops. Gotta write that down here. Um, yep. Do you want just I, I can just rattle off all three. You can do all three and stuff like that. We don't have to do one by one unless you still want to do That's one fine. by one. Whatever. What do you think? Is it either way is fine. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, my personal resolution. I'll just do them all then. You got much. it. So uh, the third one is really. Uh, so last year I said one of my things I wanted to do was learn more games. Um, obviously, I was working for the first half of that, and it just never happened. Uh, I don't have any excuse this time, so this year I, I really do want to learn as many games as I can at this point. Um, I have a lot more time, and I'll stream myself <coughs> doing it, right? There you so, go. Uh, but the number two one kind of goes with that, is that I just really want to get better at Guilty Gear, because I'm mad that I'm so terrible <laughs> at that game right now. Yeah, so it's okay. I just you need play to play online with me I need to play, I I need to play that game more. But see, I need to play against people who aren't just going to beat me down for like Yo, that's how you like, learn, dude. That's how you learn. Like freaking Coogie, dude. Look, look. I'm telling you, man. I'm with you. Everybody, I mean, you. everybody learns yeah. differently. That's yeah, not how I learn. Oh, okay. I do not learn okay. that way. Sounds made up. I do not learn that way. So, like I said, the best games I've ever been are the ones where I blow up my friends who aren't as Your good at me for a very long yeah. time. Yeah. So, I, I actually learn better when I get to experience the flow and come up with things and try things. And when I don't know how that's possible. Maybe well, it's just you're beating a bunch of players. What if the flow that that you guys are playing is totally not how the game is really played? But see, that's the thing is, I'm actually at the point where I like to experiment. So even when I played CBS1 and CBS2 with my friends all the time, I was able to experiment and try things. Like when I played Kugi and Guilty Gear recently, this was my entire game. And then I died. And I was like, well, I never learned anything about my character. You know, that I can't learn that way. That's not how I learned. So I need to learn a different way. So I agree, though, that playing people better than you and getting beat down is the right way to learn for a lot of people. For me, it definitely is. Right. Yep. But it is not how I learn. I will take it does every not work for me that way. You better have those explanatory beatdowns, yeah. man. That's yeah. so important for me. Yeah. 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 Well, see, that's the thing is I like, to get to the, I like to get to that point after I learn a lot about the game. 
Okay. But see, when I play the game and the first thing I do is I can't move, then I'm like, I what's the point? Well, yeah, it's not like your first day well, playing okay, the so game, like though. The first but time... that literally was me playing against Kooky. You played Guilty Gear before that. Yeah, but not Revelator. Not Exert at all. In, like, in like week one, oh, when I so... first started to play Blaze Blue uh, again, I didn't play uh-huh, in between uh-huh. the first one and like whatever one I played. Now I forget what the name was. <laughs> so many, man. Don't, Seriously. don't be ashamed. It's okay. Uh, anyway, right. I was I played. I went over to uh, to the house and I played against Sanchez, and he probably or maybe that was elsewhere. Anyway, I played against Sanchez and he beat me probably 50, 50 times in a row, something uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. Uh, his bullet versus my Tager. And I just got like wrecked. But bullet was stupid. I know exactly. Yeah, bullet was dumb then, <laughs> so it's okay. Well, I don't even think that was the case. It was just like I didn't know my options. Right. But like uh-huh. through the time of it, like I definitely noticed improvement. And my I was losing, but I was like improving. Okay, here are my defensive options. I got it. Like which button should I press? Okay, not probably not stand D right there. Like got it. Like right. things like that. So uh, and and uh, and by the end of it, I I. When I was like driving home after that, I was like, "Oh, I okay, I I got dunked here for this reason, (laughs) and I sort of like figured it out." And the next time I played him, I lost, but it wasn't anywhere as bad. It was like much closer. Anyway, for me, that's how I learned. For me, I mean, the reason why I learned that way, honestly, is because I'm a muscle memory person. Like, I need repetition and to be able to do stuff. So I'm not the kind of person that can be like, "Oh, I'm coming up with this solution. How do I defeat this?" I need to sit down and go practice it. You know what I mean? And so when I play against people that I can beat up, I can practice those things. I build the muscle memory. I build the muscle memory for this mix-up. I remember that this is an option to do and stuff like that. Mm. When I don't get to play that, I can't build it into my hands. I have this really bad problem. So like even people watching me stream, like people with uppercuts and I can't, and I'm cammy, and I walk up to crush counter them with fierce. Like I don't know why I can't get my hand to hit roundhouse. You know what I mean? It's like a weird problem with my brain that I yeah. get stuck I, on. It, uh, it, I think it okay. is a muscle memory thing. You're yeah, just yeah, knowing, yeah. Uh-huh. actually getting that into your system is Right, hard. and that's what I need. I need to have the ability to get that into my system by playing and succeeding and feeling it work. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I've always learned to play fighting games. So, But yeah, but my number one resolution is just to stream more, more, oh. more, 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 more. To stream as much as I humanly can, so... I'll be doing that a lot this year. I will be streaming a lot on UltraTrend TV. Alright. So, what do you got, Stevie? My three, my three was a <coughs> one to stream more because I feel like That's everybody else, <laughs> everybody else, like, especially like this I'm guy. Streaming. Like, I see, I've actually list. been doing a lot of research though. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I see other people stream and I'm just like, man, I focus way too hard when I play. So, I have to look at it a little differently, which is one of the reasons I've been holding off on streaming. But I will be streaming more this year. Um, um, better tourney results. As much as I love to commentate, I still like to enter, oh, yeah. and I like to play a lot of games. So it's actually pretty. Uh, it's really hard to stay playing wise up on games while commentating as well. Sure. I was only able to do it competently, and to my effect mm-hmm. in two games. Even though I played three, I played Street Fighter, and I did yeah. pretty good in Street Fighter. But I could definitely do a lot better. Guilty Gear. Yeah. I could do You're better in that game. Tier, Nash. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> like Nash and Mika, like, oh my god. Yeah. That's why Knuckle Dude played for like 80% of the year. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Anyways, so, um, <laughs> but yeah, that and like just the three games that I play, I do want to do better in them. And to um, be better at commentary by knowing even more. Because I definitely yeah, have a bunch of matters. gaps that I need to fill in. Um, I'm working on them right now. 
But the thing is, is like I'm more actively pursuing making sure that those are important and something that I focus on in gameplay. So those are my three. Okay. All right, my three. Third, to not stream more because I'm already <laughs> streaming quite a bit. Right. Uh, and so, like I mentioned this earlier, but I got into FGC through content creation. Mm -hmm. I have a YouTube channel that's like probably and still like the top five biggest YouTube channels for fighting games. Mm -hmm. I'm at like 20k subs on YouTube, mm -hmm. and like I never upload it, upload to it anymore. Right. So my big resolution is to take a lot of the footage that I'm doing on there and put it on YouTube. Yeah, I was just All, say, a lot why, of my Twitch footage. Why aren't so, you put, why, I mean, I, I thought you were doing that already. No, I haven't been up doing that stuff. And so I'm going to kind of X copy what other people have been doing mm -hmm. by having someone help me out with my YouTube. Okay. And cut a lot of the stuff I'm doing on there and post it on there. Uh, and that goes along with... and So like I, my YouTube is being used again, right? So like uh, there's also a talk show kind of thing where I just sit down and talk about a topic that mm -hmm. I also want to do on my YouTube. So I'll do those on Twitch and then cut them over and put them on YouTube. So yeah, that's one of the big ones that I want is to use my YouTube more and uh, just utilize it. I mean, there's right. two there's two people that I'm talking to right now about helping me with my YouTube. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, they're gonna help me with it. And I don't want to necessarily do the YouTube to make money because my you know obviously my YouTube account still makes money. Uh huh. Uh, -huh. uh but yeah, like I want to have more content on there okay. uh, and that. And so that kind of leads into my second resolution, which is to help more people be able to make money through fighting games okay. and do fighting games full time. Because okay. this year there was a lot of people that helped us out. And so now, you know, in 2016, Steve and I did it full time for mm -hmm. basically the whole year, right? This is our job and how we, uh, our, you know, sole source of income was doing fighting game events, streaming, going to all those different things, right? So. Uh, you know, part of that YouTube thing was uh, paying the person who's doing my YouTube. Right. So right, creating right, a job right. by help, okay, helping that. Okay. So it, I won't it. be making money off my YouTube channel, but I'll be helping someone else be able to do this full time. Because in other, in other stuff like that, right, obviously uh, there's tons of people who make money through being like YouTube editors for like League of Legends players yeah, 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 or like yeah, stuff uh, like that, right? So, uh, I, you know, I'll lose a little bit of money there, but I'll have more content on my YouTube mm -hmm. and uh, I'll have just more of that in general, right? For, I'll have the Twitch footage cut over to there, so there'll be more stuff like that. I'm gonna reach out and talk to all the replay channels uh, and make sure that I can post their footage for, uh, you know, match analysis that I do and stuff like that. He's just blowing his nose in there. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so the the that's one of my big resolutions, is to make it so that more people who want to be involved in fighting games can get paid doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's just more people that can do it full time, but also just can make any kind of money, right? Okay. Like side money. Okay. Uh, and my, my primary resolution, the big one, is something that David mentioned earlier, but uh, help support my generation of fighting game commentators, players, okay. Okay. streamers, editors, all the young generation that are interested in getting into fighting games uh, and doing it more. And so that's one big thing that I want to help out. Because obviously this is a good year for my generation, like do. Right. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an awesome wow. year. Sonic Fox, Super Young, Punk, John Takuchi. There's tons of people who have had a good year who are super young in fighting games. But the, the big thing I want to do is help create more opportunities for them in terms of getting better sponsor deals, right. uh, having more chances to compete at events, putting them you know in the limelight as much as I can, helping them out like if they need help with streams or you know if, I, if there's something I can do to like promote them like if they're streaming I can host their channels and stuff like that right, yeah. anything I can do to help my generation uh, be better at 
having a chance to do fighting games full time or make money out of it if they like to do that. Okay. So those those are my big resolutions: is to help more people in fighting games do what I do if they'd like to, and uh, yeah, try to spread the wealth a little bit. Okay. Cool. cool. Um, by the way, did you imply that you weren't part of the younger generation? No, you no, said I said my generation. My gener- yeah, oh yeah. Said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm you 22. Were, you were, you were too somebody busy, else. like. Yeah. Hacking up along. Well, don't be yeah. too concerned with what goes on in the right now, James. Yeah. Right, everything's fine at times. Everything's fine. Yeah, so that, those are the big ones for me. Okay, uh, okay uh, my three. Uh, my first one is to stream more and regularly uh, and to get back to making some of the stuff that I used to make. Like, I haven't done a level three focus in probably like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to do that more. And it's like not that onerous to do. I don't know why I haven't been doing it in the first place. Right. I've just been lazy, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that's something that I want to get um, more of. You, you have a day job. <coughs> I do have a day job, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, and, and that's going to figure in coming up. But uh, I, I can definitely fit both. And that's not always easy, but it, like, requires that I just, like, wake up earlier, which is not that hard it's like not that bad it's really hard it is it's really hard fine it is dude, but we were talking to do. we had a conversation one time about that weird state when you wake up and like everything that you do is like really crafty on how you can get more sleep <laughs> dude yeah like even the night before you're like no i'm waking up at 10 and then your alarm rings at 10 and somehow your brain justifies nope gonna snooze it's okay dude, dude. uh this happened like the other week uh, I had set my alarm for 8, which is normally when I set it. I typically don't actually wake up then, but uh, I, I set it for that, and my girlfriend was like, hey, your alarm went off. Like, shouldn't you wake up? Like, shouldn't you get up? And I was like, no, I'm taking it as a weekend day, right? Because I, I work for myself so I can take any week, any day as my weekend uh-huh. day, right? And so I told her, no, I'm going to take it as a weekend, and I thought to myself, genius. You just, you just explain it away. Everything's going to be great. Go back to sleep. And then... <laughs> Then when I finally got up, like, two hours later, uh, I was like, I didn't, that wasn't a good explanation at all. Like, right. I, like, I wasn't, like... Right, uh-huh. It didn't matter that I explained it to her. Yeah, that is not matter. It was completely counterproductive to what like, you needed to do. I have to do these things, you know what I mean? But, like, it, it was, like, so genius that I was, like, I yeah, got my girlfriend uh-huh. off my case. Like, yeah, yeah, but... Got it. Yeah. She's yeah. gonna, she's she gonna go do stuff it. around the house while I yeah, continue to sleep. Do her own like, thing. Great idea. She saw you were working and was like, what, isn't this supposed to be a day? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, so, so later she saw me doing stuff and she was like, I thought this was supposed to be a weekend and I was, er, a weekend day. And I said, no, that was, that was sleep, David. <laughs> he was just no, being no. an idiot. You weren't talking to me regularly, David. <laughs> that, was, that was sleep, David. <laughs> that guy was an idiot this morning. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, anyway, so I so I do want to fit that in more, and I think what I'd like to do is have it be kind of early in the morning. So I, like I, I stream sometimes uh, when I'm like looking over. Or I should say I play video games a lot when I'm like in the morning doing emails, right? Yeah. And like that's like a stupid slow process. It requires that I wait for people to get back to me, and I'm not doing crap in the meantime. So I'm playing games. Mm-hmm. So I could totally make that a stream time. So a- yeah. anyway, that's something that I'm gonna do. Uh, and then the second one is to is to put more of my legal focus on the FGC. Um, it's not that much right now. Uh, just because historically there hasn't been like much money uh, in the FGC, so as like a job, it like wasn't that important. Uh, and so I concentrated on other like esports titles or do whatever game development, publishing, whatever else it is that I do. Uh, but I would really like to do that more often to help out uh, players. Um, it's something that I've been doing a lot of lately, uh, and I and I really want to help that. There's like a lot of really good deals that are coming to players. Uh, in the FGC, there's like some really nice ones coming yeah. out, um, and it's really great to like 
help them negotiate better deals and stuff. So um, I think that's great. I'm, I'm really excited for that. And I want to make that something that I do more often. So okay. like putting, <coughs> mixing the two a little bit more, uh, law and, and FGC. And then uh, the last one is to play less Street Fighter V and more other games. Um, I really like Street Fighter V, but I've been focusing on it almost to the exclusion of everything else. Mm-hmm. And I haven't played, like, MK, for example, in probably, like, a couple of months. Have you played the, even the most recent patch at all? Yeah, I definitely played it a lot when it first came oh, okay, out, but okay. uh, in the last couple of months I have not. And that's stupid, because I really enjoy playing it, you know? Like, I don't know why I wouldn't play it. Hmm. Um, but I haven't been. Again, I think it's because of, like, inertia. Like, I just, yeah. I played Street Fighter 4 and whatever, hmm. so still playing 5. Um, but yeah, I want to, <coughs> especially once Tekken comes out, uh, and when the second season of Killer Instinct comes out, um, I really want to try uh, getting you know more into that as well. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be really cool. And not just this is not just a gameplay thing either. Um, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket when it comes mm, to like yeah. uh, the money side of this, mm. to like the career side of this. So if you're only doing commentary for one game that game ends up sucking and nobody plays it or watches it, then <coughs> nobody asks you to commentate anymore. Ah, oh, the Tasty Jam strategy, huh? <clears throat> well, I mean, that's what I had done for a long time, but um, there just, like, wasn't money in commentary, so who yeah. cares if I'm commentating five <laughs> games at an event in, like, right. 2011? <laughs> like, it didn't matter, right? <laughs> um, but uh, now it does, so that's something that I have to concentrate on more. As well as your health, because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm really glad Apple that this course. is a small room and we have the door closed and like it's quite warm there's no here. window or anything there's like no that. There's no wind so, either, that's yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. So we're all doomed. We're all doomed. I got a pretty strong immune system. I just, I don't know, man. I got bad news for you, Steve. I get sick maybe once or twice a year and when I do, it's for a day. Damn. And, and I've been sick for about five or six days now with this baby. Ditto. So. I'm, I'm one of those so sick it's ones. A, it's well, a strong variant, whatever well, it is, man. Okay, I'm done then, so... Yeah, I've been trying to stay away from you guys, but yeah. Go Skype Dan tonight. We'll see if that works. Uh, you know, it was a big night. It was a big night. <laughs> God. Okay, that was like an old man cough right there. That, that was, was straight uh, up like that was spleen <laughs> breaking the coughing right there. This is what David is like without apple cores. I think you should probably <laughs> the lesser have some of the apple two apple cores. You need to start get back uh, with these apple cores, man. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Man, <laughs> better emoticon, that's funny. Okay. Uh, the next thing I'm going to is KIT, which is this weekend. That's right. Hey, guess what? Uh, I'm like 99% sure I'll be at KIT now. I will also 100% be at KIT. Yay, we KIT. Talk, be staying at home. We, we wow. talked uh, about developer support. Shout-outs to Microsoft. Mm, uh, be going okay, out there to commentate okay. some Killer Instinct. So, yeah, Brandon, Microsoft, good work to you guys. I'm pretty sure I'll be at KIT, although it's not 100%, but okay. uh, it's looking like a 90 Maybe a 95. Sage <laughs> is definitely doing down back charge. Yeah. You're, uh, if you jump, if you're you your flash kick over there, it's coming out. You're, you're ST Honda right now. I'm down back. You got, like you a got the half around. circle back charged already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, damn. Somebody asked me about the jacket. Yo, I actually wore that jacket when I went back to St. Louis. People were trying to buy it off my back. Are you serious? Which one? The the one I got from Japan. Oh, yeah. Oh, the $300 yeah. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> So what I'm probably going to do... I call that the, this could have been a computer jacket. Oh, Jesus. So what I'm going right. to do, yeah. my first stream of but the... But his mama told him that. My mom told me. You think I'm going to right? listen to you guys over my mom? No. Yeah, she definitely texted me and was like, Steve, if you don't bring that jacket back, I was like, 
you know what, mom? You get, you're right. Dude, as soon as that does happens, it, you gotta do. That's it. That's the end your, of discussion. Does so, your mom support your commentary career? Yeah. Well, you know that streaming on Twitch is part of that, right? And um, having a computer so to look, do so is very valuable. Yeah. Which, which, In like, fact, which, which one is more important for getting views? Do you think having a jacket or or having? I'll get the, the views. And like the I'll get the views when I look sick as hell in my yeah, jacket. But crazy you thing, there's no stream to stream at all. If I stream it, will you guys look at it so I can get these guys off my <laughs> ass? And I'm just <laughs> crazy. <laughs> The crazy thing too is that like you know if you stream you make money and then you could buy more three hundred dollars. Yo, okay, look, I'm gonna tell you you're now. only eight hundred hours of streaming away. Look, yeah, look, look, look. My first stream will be at least one review of Japan, and these two guys already did it. But that's gonna be the Steve take yeah. on the Japan trips. So that's gonna be one of my introductory streams of you know the tasty variety. Yeah, the three resolutions to stream more. Mm. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. It'll happen. I promise. Can't wait for 2017. Or Thanks I'm... for subscribing, DVR from Gamer Geek Nation. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to all the. I saw a lot of Sage Jam animes in the chat. You guys are the best. I'll be streaming tomorrow. I need to get me some cool stuff too, man. Yeah, I got. I already created one cool thing for you, right? So, this is yeah. true. No, I'm telling you, man. This year, these Steve streams are about to be lit. I'm trying to tell you guys. Uh-huh. It's going to be good. And you have to wear the jacket on stream. I'm going to show off the jacket, but I feel like it's a lot that goes into preparation for me to wear the jacket. So I don't know if I'll... I mean, I'll show the outfit, maybe. What kind of preparation do you need? I don't know, <laughs> dude. I got to take a, a milk bath with rose petals. Um, the room has to be scented. There has to be Kenny G playing. Um, on top of that, I need a lot of hot oils. I'm a hot oil kind of guy. Okay. I got really dry skin. Stuff Look of, at those stuff of that animes, dude. Do, you, do you think, like... Like would you, would you not be able to slide it on without all the oil or what? Uh, no, it's not that. that. It's not that. Make it's lubrication just, to make it. One day, buy a three hundred dollar jacket. You need that much preparation, right? I'm yeah, just saying. Hundred bucks to put jacket on. I'm just saying. Time. And 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 I found out the jacket was reversible, so that's another added layer of coolness. To I'm just saying. Wait, to, you guys will see it on my stream, man. You watch. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Jacket's amazing. You won't see any these nerds crazy. wearing it. You don't have to. It's too cool. You don't have to wash them as often. You just flip it inside out, right? That's why this guy can't buy a cool jacket right here. That's why he's sick, actually. <laughs> I can't just keep wearing these socks and clothes over and over and I'm eat apple cores? Is that <laughs> I think I'm rarely sick because I've inoculated myself <laughs> by doing terrible health choices for so long. That should be your resolution, bro. Uh, one time in college, uh, uh, I was so gross that... Uh, <laughs> Mold ended up growing in the wall. Oh, come on, and, dude. Uh, and uh, I was sick for probably the last room, and I both had persistent coughs for like the last two months we lived there because uh, there's definitely mold in the walls. I'm guessing you didn't get your deposit back at all. Did I don't you? think we got the deposit back. <laughs> That's yeah. gross, B. Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. That was a particular time <laughs> in my life. Can we I just get the hell out like of here? Like last week or something? Jesus, okay. I'm not gross anymore. Okay, okay. In comparison. Dang, look at that, those ebony ivories. Dude, about the it. arms are everywhere, dude. Yeah. Shout out to all the Sage Jam animes I saw tonight. You guys are great. See you tomorrow. Yeah. I slept for 12 hours last night. It was crazy. Dude, my sleep schedule is, like, destroyed. Dude, my sleep schedule is It is actually, like, in shambles. Mine's not bad. It's just, like, I don't know why I slept for so long. It was weird. 
Hey, that pop-off is pretty great. Yo, that pop-off is yeah, godlike. We'll, we'll try to... Well, actually, because you guys want to tell the Japan stories on your own stream. You've already done it. Yeah. I mean, I'll talk... We could talk about it on here, just not tonight. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, because it's... David's sick. Like, I don't know. Yeah, we need to go. We need to go, so... Yeah, I'm hungry. We've been here for three hours, so... Okay. Uh, thanks, everyone, I guess, for tuning in. Uh, you'll probably stream tomorrow. I'm not sure if I will stream tomorrow, because I've got to edit all the stuff to put it on YouTube, mm -hmm. so... Um, I'm gonna try to move stuff. Dude, to I have eight hours of footage from yesterday to put on YouTube Jesus, right now. Man. So to <coughs> I'm gonna be sleep those eight hours. I'm gonna be taking care of that. So you watch eight hours of James getting salty. So there you go. Um, okay, so that was 2016 again. Yeah. Hopefully, lots of cool stuff coming up for 2017. True. But we definitely need to get David some rest. So thank you everybody for tuning in and appreciate everybody subscribing to Ultra Chen TV. Again, <laughs> don't forget if you have Amazon Prime, you can hook up your Twitch Prime to Amazon Prime and then you can renew a subscription every month. You get a free yeah. subscription every month what? with the Amazon Prime. Yeah. So if you have that and you feel like using it on Ultra Chen TV or on Sejam's channel or on Tasty Steve's channel. He doesn't have a button. Ooh, oh, who yeah. I do have a button. You, you do button. now? You should have, I have a button, a button. Right? Since so, when? I don't think uh, I have a button. No, since. Did you finally fill out the paperwork? I have a button on Twitch. Nope. Nope. I'm going to get on that emoticon thing. Mm -hmm. and I'm even going to try to, probably this Friday, I'm probably going to try to stream some mail. Professional Gear streamer guy over here. Because I just started it recently. I just started it, so yeah. And, uh, <laughs> honestly, my favorite thing in the game right now is bionic arm. Like yeah. I bionic arm everybody. <laughs> I bionic arm the sheep. Yeah, you I got to. I chase the sheep and I bionic, bionic arm, arm them, the and then you can fold them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty. I just sick. rolled a new nice. uh, dwarf paladin from level one, and what? I'm gonna I'm gonna work that guy all the way up to the one ten. Believe it. <laughs> Believe it. All right, guys. Yeah, all sorts of heirlooms will be fine. All right, thanks a lot for joining us. Peace we'll see out, you, uh, next everybody. Tuesday. They couldn't see that hand. <laughs>